that. We're here. <laughs> I'm pretty hello, sure we're hello, here. Hello. <laughs> I'm still getting used to this new uh, stream OBS. This is a new OBS. So, uh, yeah. So, hello, everyone. <laughs> And welcome back to Fate's End, a Dungeons and Dragons homebrew game driven by fate. I will be your tail weaver for the evening. Let's get into our announcements real quick, like. Boop, boop, boop. As you can see, unfortunately, Christian slash Luden isn't here with us tonight because, you know, he's in stunt school doing some super cool things. He's busy being set on fire, he's as far busy. as I know. I'm falling downstairs. <laughs> Not falling, thrown. Thrown, thrown down downstairs. Down. Bursting on through windows, purpose. being punched in the face. All those so things. Fun. Yes. <laughs> Which is absolutely exciting and, um, just amazing. So we miss him this evening, but we will see our dear Christian again. Um, I believe next week. I think he'll be back next week. I want to go ahead and shout out Tabletop Audio. Uh, Tabletopaudio.com uh, for the ambiance we use in our shows from time to time. All of this audio is amazing and completely free to use in your own games, but please consider supporting Tim on Patreon so he can continue to make amazing sound sets. And we currently support him and encourage you to do so as well. And we'll put a link to his website in the chat. I just realized that the Vermintide timer is on. I will turn that off in momentarily. No, let them influence the game. <laughs> well, just ignore that. Uh, we want to shout out Nine Rounds. Realms Gaming, uh, our partner. They create top-notch gaming accessories from the finest woods this realm has to offer. They make dice trays, dice vaults, hero vaults, dice towers, all gorgeous. And if you want to grab some epic game gear, you can visit their website at ninerealmsgaming.com and use our exclusive partner code LIAR10. We also want to shout out Dicey Encounters. They make gorgeous handcrafted dice for the most dicey of encounters. They make standard sets, chunky dice, magnets, and singles. And if you want to grab a set of those glittering gems, head over to DiceyEncountersDice.com and use our exclusive partner code LIAR10 to get 10% off your purchase. We also want to shout out Sirenscape for the ambient sounds, music, and their online player that we use from time to time. Uh, if you want to follow us on social medias, you can use the command socials to check us out on all of our social channels. Or if you want to follow the cast of Fate's End, you can use command Fate Cast. You can follow the entire cast of Fate's End. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube to catch up on all of our shows. Giveaway. So we didn't get the chance to give away our Founders Enamel pin from our last session with all the technical difficulties. So tonight we are going to give away the very last Founder <laughs> Enamel pin. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Um, only 100 of these have been made and we only have one left. Uh, we are giving one away today. Uh, they're signed by both Daniel and I. Uh, we made these to celebrate the creation of Ink and Liar and our channel uh, launching last year and to reward those who chose to support us early from the very beginning. Again, once they're all gone, they're on. This is the last one. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to open up the giveaway. Now, um, just uh, if you already entered last Monday, your entry is still there. It's still valid, so no worries. Um, I'm basically going to reopen that same giveaway from last Monday. And uh, you can enter. So let me do that for a moment. 
I'm gonna open that back up. It's command loot, which is exclamation mark loot to enter. Uh, and uh, we will announce the winner at the break. Also, you must be a follower to enter. So make sure to follow if you are not already following us. All right. Just a reminder, actually, hold on a second. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So many things are happening. Before I forget here. Boom, Stargazer's Guide to Aurora. Kickstarter Ooh. is still live and we just hit our 1,000th backer. I think it was, t was it today or was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? No, it was it today. It was today. It was today. I've lost track of time and space, but it, yes, we got our 1,000th backer, which is so amazing, super exciting. Uh, Zodiac is coming to Dungeons and & Dragons, and the Stargazer's Guide to Aurora is a campaign setting for 5e that brings a Zodiac character build system, new classes, races, uh, and a robust world to explore. You can grab... Uh, you can grab this now by using command Kickstarter and that will send you right over to our Kickstarter. Um, just to let you all know, all of the aspiring hero, early bird tears, it's gone. Um, they're, all 500 of them are gone. So, um, and that was as of today. Uh, we only have about 129 uh, out of 500 of the aspiring um the aspiring hero, the digital tier, that's at $20. So if you want to grab that, Grab it now before it's gone. Whew, I'm already sweating up here. <laughs> um, with that being said, we're uh, we're gonna go into our recap because we did have technical technical difficulties last session. Um, our, it's fairly short, um, but yeah, so we're gonna get into our recap of last session. So with that being said, the time has come. Let's draw our cards for tonight's episode of Fate's End. Would, would anybody like to kind of just give us a brief catch up of where we are? Oh, I'm drinking the um, accursed bean water. You get bean water Trying and then, it, the and then it clicks and you're like, the beans! <laughs> it's all connecting. We will address this with the whole group, but there is some beans related business uh, happening in the city. There are all the beans. I was looking for a bean related pun, but I, it didn't come. Um, Ludin and Uramir, and you rejoin the, the crew here. You don't have a party name. I would have called you that. <sighs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding us. Uh, you rejoin the other individuals to which you adventure with and quest with on a daily basis. There you go. Look look how many beans this is. It's 8,000 gold worth of beans. I take the ledger, I hand it to Ludin. So it's a lot of beans. It is quite a lot of beans. Investigate the beans. Yeah. So there are two addresses that we thought might be uh, relevant to look into more. First is beans, of course. And then we also wanted to look at uh, 628 Amber, just because it comes up uh, time and time again. What is uh, nitric acid and ammonia? Oh, wait, I remember this. I spilled some in Crick's lab. It was a beaker that I broke and he got really upset because he was afraid I would blow up the whole, you know, school. Both of them together make something explosive or just the individual components are uh, already? Hmm. Yeah, I bet if you put them together, it would probably blow up. Um, 4 to 8 emerald one? is beans and 6 to 8 amber is uh, the possible bomb. The party seems to be splitting up yet again into three. Ludin and Samson, Prearia and Uramir, and Esperis and Finelai. 
it kind of occurs to Finn what he basically forgot was happening tonight. His his date, his walk is tonight. So he like stops in his tracks, Finn does, and he goes, um, you know what? I'll meet you there. I, I'll be right back. Uh, all right, all right, all right. And he shuffles in his bag to get like <laughs> a candle and he lights it real quick. And he like puts it in like a cup or something. <laughs> um, and he's just going to be like, I, um, Levy, I know this is surprising, but I've never done this before. And if you could just help me out, um, I, I need something to wear or I need something. I, I need something. I need something. I've, I've never done this before. So if you could, um, thank you. You see a pair, um, you I like it's weird like the the eyes are black but you you see them just outside of the corner leaning against the building smiling we know who it is he's leaning <laughs> he's leaning <laughs> that's the strat he's leaning <laughs> yeah oh this has severe scoliosis <laughs> um did you by chance bring something for me <sighs> my dear finla you are absolutely Adorable. And I'm so honored that you've reached out to me to be your atelier, I believe it. I believe it's what they call. Sure. I and mean, you, yes, of course. You've done so well recently. You know, with uh, with what you did with Eula, of course. <laughs> that was great. What wasn't a it? wonderful laugh that was, yes. So I do believe that I could do a little something for you. Okay. As long as you'll continue to ask Luden questions. Of course. I mean, he doesn't really like talking to me right now, but I think uh, we're, um, you know, I'm working on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And he just kind of like pulls you up close and begins like like he's adjusting your collar. You didn't have a collar before. And he just kind of like smooths out your shoulders and dusts it off a little bit. And he just kind of like fix like takes a just kind of like fixes your hair one strand. And he goes something simple, nothing too flashy. But of course, I think we've kept kept the. A lovely lady. Waiting quite enough, don't you think? Yeah. Wow, this looks really kind of fancy. You look Thank down you. at your clothes and you look up and he's gone. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I start okay. walking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am sorry, I am... Um, if I It's been a moment since very strange. I'm both jealous. Since you've what? Not as serious as you are thinking. It's just uh, we've never really had a long one-on-one -on -one conversation before. Right. Usually um, everybody else is with us. <laughs> there were actually a few things that I was uh, hoping to talk to you about, but 
Of uh, course. Yes. Um, they're not uh, like. Uh, so the first thing I have to talk about is not so much fun, um, but I think it is. Oh. Okay. No. Uh, no. It is. Um. Um, we can talk about not fun stuff too. I don't mind. I mean, I, we can talk about anything you want. Thank you. I wanted to uh, apologize for uh, the way that I treated you on, on the ship. It was disgraceful. It was uh, unkind. And... I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. It was, it surprised me, but it got me thinking, right? Um, because you asked what I wanted, right? And you said you are never sure what I want. And um, no one's ever really said that to me before. <laughs> you know, like... No one's ever really considered, I guess, what I want. Does that make sense? Am I rambling? No, no, that, that makes complete sense. Right. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's, it's okay. I mean, that's what was on your mind. Well, I, I appreciate that, but you really did not do anything wrong. And I, I should not have been, I should not have been angry. Well, I mean, I kind of, you know, asked about things I probably shouldn't have, right? No, but I like that about you. Really? Yes, I do. I, um, you are always very much, I, I don't know exactly how to say this, but you are always very much yourself, Finalai. And you are always so honest with the things that you do. I never have to think, oh, what is he trying for? Oh, he's trying to disguise something. Not that you cannot lie, but just you are you are always finna lie. And, and I, I admire it very much. Thanks. I mean, I guess when I've been for the last few weeks I've been thinking about you know what you said what I want and at least with you Esperis um I want you to feel like you can do the same it seems like when we're with the party it almost seems like sometimes you stand outside of the party like you let everyone make a decision and You'll support whatever decision it is, but it almost feels like you, I don't know. I don't want to speak for you. I just hope that you can feel like you are part of the party, right? And that you can say whatever you want and it's okay. And that you're comfortable talking to us. That's what I want, I guess. And I didn't really say it right that day. I should have given you space should have communicated better and, and that is very kind of you. I appreciate this a great deal. You are a godly man and I very much admire how you 
are able to serve yourself and your party and your God at the same time. My God sent me here not to be a part of you, but to aid for you. Do you understand? I am not um, the reason that I do not act, you know, so much as part of the party is that I am not. But you are. You are part of the party. You're, you're important to us. And I know you say Remblay sent you to help us, but in a way, don't you think helping means being a part of that decision? Means belonging with us? It sounds a lot harder <laughs> than what I am doing right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't like to to make decisions so much, usually. Yeah, and sometimes making decisions, I mean, we make decisions and others don't like them, right? So, but that's the great thing about being part of a collective is, well, I guess, we're supposed to make he realizes what he's saying and he's like oh god I didn't do this like I'm already pointing out we're supposed to make a decision and go with it and everybody is supposed to well you know what I mean <laughs> sort of not what Samson and I did recently but I mean that's what we're supposed to do I think I think your intentions were good Finale, I think your intentions are always good I think the communication produced some work, but I, I think we'll come around. And I want to say I have been I've been spending a lot of time with Luden. He says something similar to what you say. Um, I should consider more uh, what I want and what would make me happy and. and and that's part of why I asked to talk to you today. Because I don't know exactly what it is, but I think I would like to carry your books when your bag gets too heavy, and heal you when you are wounded, and maybe just take walks together sometimes, I think. We, we can do that. Yes, it's and not like I'm not, it is just not a proposition at large, just... I, I mean, no, I mean, no, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I can, I can carry anything you have too, like um, any bags or perfume. Yeah, I, my bag carries a lot, actually. It, it has lots of room in it. I can, well, I can see that it carries a lot, yes. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, that is what...
And we're back. Wow, that transition was so fast. Whoa, whoa God, we're here. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> we're here. Give me whiplash. <laughs> did give me whiplash. Uh, all right. Uh, before we jump back in, let me turn this off. There we go. All right. Last session was a bit rough because we did have technical difficulties with the stream. The party regrouped after the individual endeavors, or after you, all of your individual endeavors. Uh, Samson and Esprit shared the ledger they found, and the group discussed their suspicion of it. Finalai took note of Cassius being, beginning to write in a journal. Whole bunch of stuff. Then as the party began to break off after the Midnight Circus was introduced, a magnificent, terrifying, but enthralling troop of individuals that you all seem very excited to meet. They disappeared in a world of magic and began setting up near the city's oasis. We left off. Sphinili was visited by Levi, a plea to his god that was answered, and he was transformed from head to toe in a new outfit chosen by our audience, uh, the Blood Gods. And Finali was donned in a red swashbuckler outfit, and the walk between Esperis and Finali began. Their date, their walk. Hmm. <laughs> uh, just as Samson kind of ushered the rest of the party off. So we're going to shift away from that for a moment as we join Uramir and Prayaria making their way to 628 Amber, one of the addresses on the ledger that seemed very suspicious. All right, so um, as we're we're walking, we get a good distance away from the party and stuff, and Uramir's kind of quiet at first, and then he'll just kind of abruptly look over at a uh, prayer and say, "Um, <clears throat> I never, I never got to say thank you." For what? Um, for staying, for helping me find my father. I know you're missing people too. Well, you have become important to me, so there is nowhere I would rather be. And in any case, um, My family um, will will probably be okay. Um, your father is more immediate. It means a lot, more than more than I think you and the others realize. Yeah. If anyone realizes, I do. Just with everything happening, I'd understand if, you know, if you left. Oramir. Um, Prayaria holds up her hand and um, looks like she expects him to hold his up too. She touches um, the tips of her fingers to the tips of his fingers. And like a little light 
comes up between them. I will not leave you. I will find your father with you. I promise this. The light gets a little brighter. It kind of circles around their hands and disappears. He'll close his hand to a fist and look at it, then look back up at prayer and say, um, and once that's done, I'll help you find your family as well. Thank you. How many how many siblings do you have anyway? You Oh, um hmm. How many siblings does she have? <laughs> Back to the beginning. Let me check my notes. <laughs> I think she's got like ten. Is it ten? You both continue passing through the shimmering bazaar over to the the I believe it's the Amber District. Yes. Um, over to the, that neighborhood. As you kind of like are walking through, you do notice um like this is this isn't a poor neighborhood, but it's not like super wealthy either. Um, this is about middle class. Um, most of the homes here are two, two stories high. Um, but most of that is because of the landscape, how, um, you know, the massive cracks in the earth. And, you know, there's only so much space within each segment of the of the city. And so being like building houses kind of like on top of each other. Um, uh, and then some of the other houses are single homes, but with two stories. Find it, Reina. No, well, just yeah. ballpark it. It's. <laughs> I know. I wrote this down. Somewhere between so... three and nineteen. That, that <laughs> Somewhere between three and nineteen. <laughs> like, I think she had like ten siblings. Or there it, was ten it was a lot. It was a lot. I remember it was many digits. Yeah. <laughs> many. <laughs> yes. You've got a bit more at stake, is all I'm saying. Um, you are. Did you ever get in a, into? Did you ever have a big fight with any of them? <laughs> um, I cannot recall anything serious, but of course we fight. Too many people want the same thing, and. Somebody took the last piece of flour bread, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll kind of look down at the ground and like kick a rock or something. Be like, um, you know, technically I'm an only child, but coming up in the Undercity, Michael was always like a brother to me. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure how to feel about him being back, considering everything that's happened. Do you think, do you think he's been following us the entire time? Hmm. I do not think so. I am sure he may have 
listened maybe for us um, but follow like um, Cyprian follow I don't think <laughs> well it's not like we've exactly been subtle about our presence as we travel <laughs> true uh, it's a wonder more people do not know Speak, speaking of Cyprian do you trust him it is hard to say Finn says yes and Samson says no even though it was Samson's idea to go talk to him but whatever well mm, it's hard to say um, Finn is certainly optimistic and Samson is the opposite um, but you've always been the level-headed one <laughs> hmm. it's hard to keep level when everything is up in the air sinking flying Sideways, upside down. I do not know things anymore, and that... That frightens me. I know what you mean. The Undercity, the Seven, this thing inside of me now, it's... It's all more than I ever thought I'd experience. And you ever thought about what you're going to do after all this? Like, mm. after, after all of our families are united and, and the seven are defeated and... I mean... Mm. Well... And, I hadn't a lot before, um, but all I know is that I will go where my family goes. If that is here, I will stay here. If it is there, then I will make my peace there, but... By there, you mean the Feywilds. I. <laughs> I don't, you know, that's the one thing I'm not quite sure I understand about you, Prey. Like, mm -hmm. he'll, he'll look around, make sure nobody's face. He's like, you're like royalty, like mm. bona fide, like heir to the throne, Feywild queen. And, Look, all I'm saying is, if someone told me I was a prince or a king, I'd jump on that opportunity. Well, what would that mean? We don't have 
kings or queens in our forest, and I have never left there. From what I've seen, um, they have things, um, shiny hats. Uh, <laughs> shiny, shiny hats and, and, and buckles on their shoes and He'll look down at the buckles on his shoes since he got a new uh, a new outfit and, <laughs> and and nice a nice vest that float when you when you land in the water. <laughs> no, a lot of them a lot of them remind me of Caravis. Mm. You know, they even back in the Cambria they they hide behind titles and and call it power, but they're just spineless little whelps at the end of the day. Who wouldn't know what to do if they were, if they were stripped of all that, but I don't know, something, something tells me you'd be a good ruler. I would be a good coward who would not know what to do. <laughs> you would be, you would be what a ruler is supposed to be. Someone who inspires people, someone who looks out for people, someone who cares about. We'll pause for a second. I'll say, someone who would put off finding their entire family just to help a friend find his father. Hmm. If more. Yeah. If more rulers were like that, then the world would be a better place. Well, then maybe it won't be so bad. Just something to consider, I guess. I mean, it's your throne after all. Mm. <laughs> We will see when we get there, I suppose. And um, speaking of getting there, where are we going? You both uh, begin um, making your way, of course, and you find yourselves finally within the Amber District. You both approach a home of moderate wealth. Parts of the exterior of the building is polished smooth in some places, like stones rounded by the ocean over time. The flat-roofed house stretches up two stories. The second is draped with a colorful purple canopy that kind of shelters from one uh, shelters one from the shade. A silly notion, some of you think, as you're all protected from the sun already. But you have made it to six twenty-eight, Amber. Mm. There aren't um, there aren't any guards outside of this home, but you do see. The guards are sparingly throughout the entire Amber District. Um, how do they look? Like, are they, uh, do they look like? Do they look nefarious? Like they're part of an evil, <laughs> like like they're part of an evil organization <laughs> that kidnaps people's fathers. So, so in... are they black? Do they have oh multiple my thorny crowns coming out the top? <laughs> are they? Are they? Um... <laughs> Are they drow? Um, <laughs> we hear a deep cackling from within the home. <laughs> Are they yes. just floating cloaks with smoke coming out of them? On right. Yes, all those things. No. <laughs> all right. I pray. I think we found them. 
Um, so throughout Sable, just kind of give you an idea of the city as, uh, as a whole. Um, again, like the militia in Sable are mostly funded by the wealthy. Um, so like how like wealthy people and families, uh, they have their own personal set of militia. Um, uh, there there is a there is a citywide militia, but it's nothing like it was in Lacambria. There there's there's not nearly as much citywide militia. All of the militia that you do see is typically family related. You would see different crests, um, uh, different colors based on the like in the house symbols based on the family. Uh, this area does have the citywide militia, but there's not a whole lot. You said most of them are funded by the wealthy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, our favorite people. Yeah. <laughs> Rich people with private armies, what could go wrong? Oh dear. Um, uh oh. I could scout out. Yes. Um, okay. We'll, uh, we'll both scout. How about we uh, go around, sorry, go around okay. the perimeter and meet back here? All right. I'm going to need both of you to make stealth checks for me, please. Um, can I cast invisibility? You sure can. Awesome. I do that. Prayaria, you just, Aramir just disappears before you. Which would give you advantage on your stealth check, Aramir. Yeah, yeah. Effective. Oh, wait. We're, okay, okay, okay. I found it. No, I lost it again. <laughs> you fall into one of the pits. <laughs> Whoops. All right, I found it. Stealth. Oh, nice, yeah. Prayaria. With advantage. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, y'all are yeah, yeah. So uh, let's take it one at a time since you split up. Uh, Ermir, what are you what are, what are you doing, like, stealth-wise? What are you looking to do? I'll talk. You, is this a one-story or two-story building? It's a two-story building. Okay. Uh, so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to send Umber up to the second story. Are there any windows around there or anything mm-hmm. like that? There are lots of it's a, it's a, it's still It's still fairly, like, I mean, it's cooler but it, you know, mm-hmm. it's very, most of the homes here are very open concept, especially on the second level. Okay, cool. Would it be possible? I know I might be pushing the limits of what Umber can do here, but like, could you he like- see uh, through his eyes. No, 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 <laughs> I want to see through his eyes. I'm saying, look, okay, look, I created him. He is, I am Geppetto and he is my Pinocchio, right? <laughs> so we have this bond, right? So we're, we're normal people here. It's, it's like Han and Chewie. I understand Umberese. So- could I get so like? Could I get him to kind of give me a recon of like what he sees on the inside? Explain how you would do that. Oh my god! How I do that? I how would, would you um, do that? Okay, do you so like, yeah. Umber, do you see anything out there? <laughs> no, I would. I would. I would. I would. I would order. I would order Umber to fly up to that window up there okay. and and count how many people you see inside. That's all I want to know. Is just how many people you see inside. I will allow, okay, I will allow you to ask yes or no questions to Umber, and Umber will flash his little light bulb or Dope. click. Okay, I can work with that. <laughs> I will, I will let that, I'll let that happen. Okay, so, um, as he's flying up, and, and while he's doing that, I'm kind of doing the same thing on the, uh, on the ground level, like, just look at, I mean, I'm invisible, so I'm, like, looking into windows, um, kind of see, like, check it, like, looking at doors, not quite opening them, but just, like, shake, like, carefully turning the knob or the handle to see if they're locked or unlocked, you know, that kind of stuff. They're definitely locked. If you're okay. checking the door, they're definitely mm-hmm. locked. 
Well, it's and like it's like midday, right? Like almost like the sun's just now setting. It's yeah, it's about it's four it's four p.m. according to our clock. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, um, so yeah, I would uh, <laughs> first I want to look inside on the on the ground floor and see if I uh, and see what I see inside. Do I see anyone? Um, Do I see bombs? You, <laughs> you, um, you again looking. You look inside. Um, this kind of like fractured looking window. It's very beautiful. And um, you do see light from inside the home. Mm -hmm. And you you do see someone moving around um, kind of like in the back. One person, just one person kind of like moving around in the back. uh, um, And they, 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 they're moving around and they go around the corner and um, kind of like go out of view, possibly to over where Prairie is moving. Okay. Uh, what's the layout of the room? Is there a lot of stuff around? Like a lot of sex, a lot of you. You kind of kind of kind of looking in at this room. If you see like uh you know stacks of books, you see like a nice little coffee table. The home is is very polished. Um, you you see um what looks to be a study, and um just like a, a nice little like tea set is laid out on the coffee table, and um. It's suspiciously tasteful. Yeah, <laughs> I was th- I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, is the is the tea set for one or two? It's it's a it's it's just a, it's a full set of tea. I oh, okay. based on your background, there are multiple cups, and like you, there are multiple cups, which could be multiple people. Are there multiple seats? I mean, there's a there's a couch. Um, mm. There's I mean, it's it's again like this. All of the furniture isn't like very over the top like a very rich and wealthy person but it's mm-hmm. it's you know you know that there's still middle co- class. like middle class cushions um and you know they do have throw pillows on them you know wow interesting so one. so just so just a nice home Did they go to pier one yeah um, <laughs> no prayaria what are you doing um also right. uh umber would have told you no he did not see anyone on the okay. second floor all right, well, on Prairie is noting entrances and exits. She is watching the guards to see if she can determine any kind of rotation. She is sniffing to see if she has, if she can get any weird smells. As you, so you're going around the back? Uh, yes, she's going to try and do like a full perimeter sweep. Okay. Um, are you looking through the windows as you're kind of moving along the side and around? Uh, yes. Um, as you kind of move, you do see like a, like a set of guards... Um, pass by with your stealth check. Um, you are solid. They're kind of like talking to one another. And, uh, they're like, oh, you're gonna go to the midnight circuit. It looked amazing, right? You think you think I could get leave for that? You think I could? Well, of course you could, mate. I, I really don't think you could. And they just walk on by. Uh, you make your way kind of looking through the window and you do see um, a man kind of walking. Um, he moves from what where Ermir would have saw um, through into the next room, which, uh, as you kind of, like, walk through, you do see, like, it looks like, like, a chemistry set of sorts, uh, like, bottles and, um, you know, different kind of concoctions, different colors, just kind of, like, lining this kind of back area, which looks kind of like a, a little bit of, like, a workshop, this, this man's workshop. It's Heisenberg. (laughs) And then, like, as you kind of move around, the entire back, 
um, of this building. It, it is fenced off, but as you kind of look over, you see a plethora of just different variety of plants. Um, just a plethora. Some are used, um, you know, for poison making. Some are used for, you know, health benefits. Um, different kinds of, like, different kind of flowers that um, you can see, like, uh, some kind of, like, blue blooms that you know, like, if you touch them, like, and you like hold them in your hand will give you frostbite. Um, just a variety of different plants. Inch resting, yes. Hmm. Okay. Right, do, do we meet back up? Yeah, yeah. Like we'll go. We'll, we'll make our rounds, and then we'll meet back up and exchange information. Um, mm-hmm. So just one person. How many? Um. How much of the bomb material <laughs> was uh was being shipped here on the ledger? It had like the 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 amount, didn't it? On it? Yeah. You can I did put it, is in, it in the chat. It is in the chat if you need if you need to pull it back up again. It's in the chat. Yeah. Yes, yes. Time to do some math. <laughs> Good old fashioned detective work. I can pull it back our, up. Our, our worst enemy, math. Right. <laughs> I can pull it back up. So okay. See Lovely. the ledger here, the suspicious and ledger that our party has found. This was what six twenty eight. Is that what it was? Six twenty eight amber. Okay, nitric acid. So we see seventy five nitric acid, and what was the other thing? Wait, seventy five what? Seventy five weight. Seventy five oh. pounds. I don't. 75 liters? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Milliliters? <laughs> kilometers? Does anybody know the maddening gold. answer to this question? I don't. Wait. I don't. <laughs> it just says 75. Uh, so that it was, well, it was nitric acid and ammonia, right? And there's only, there's only 10 units of, of ammonia. All right. All right. It's probably okay. not gallons. 800. <laughs> you know what? That's your barrels. Right. It's all it, it, the, it the metric is barrels. barrels. It's in bushels and barrels. <laughs> bushels and barrels. Um, there's also some 628. There's also some silver in here um, and some fresh water. So I'm guessing whoever, whoever this person is, Hush has them. Hush has them hold up here, presumably making bombs for them with the chemistry set that you saw. If it's just yeah. one person, I mean. What are you what guys going to uh, do? What did you make of the, uh, the comings and goings of the guards? They do not seem... I don't want they not competent. They are. They do not <coughs> seem threatened. <coughs> Whoa, Lord! You, oh you, no, Lord! <laughs> Those cutting words just destroyed her. She's I like, my guards are threatening. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll just die. How dare I'm you? sorry. I inhaled my drink. Oh, I didn't no. mean to break. I tried to mute myself before I started <laughs> choking on it. I'm so sorry, everyone. 
I think. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it didn't pick up a lot of the. It, you you were you you looked very concerned for a second. We were all very worried about you. <laughs> Glad you're okay. Well, all right. Um, Continue. <laughs> so, there's a back door to this place, right? Yes. There's back door. Yes. It leads so, to the terrace. You'll have to climb over a wall. Yeah, but prayer is like 20 feet tall. So you just step over it. Do we... <laughs> do we want to break into man's house? Well, if... If it's just one person, here's what I'm thinking. We if have... We, we see one. We don't know one. Well, I'm going to see one on the, on the second floor and... Are, are we, Lauren? Are we confident that we've like? Do we see? Can can we? Do you want to stake the place out and see if we see any more people? Because I think there's only one person in there. I mean, how many how many bomb makers do you do you need? You just need one really good bomb maker, right? That's a quote from something. <laughs> That's a quote from something. I don't know what. My That's not how many bombs you need. Well, seventy five gallons worth, apparently. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. Mm. I'll send Umber to the second floor to break a window or something, cause some sort of commotion. It'll send him up there. If we could sneak, if we could sneak it from the bottom, and not to let any of the guards, you could pick the lock. We could go inside and we could corner him, and hopefully get some answers. I mean, clearly he knows something. He's on this ledger. He has. He he has a a. A workshop table. He has a bomb making area in his house. They're sending him. They're, they're sending him silver and fresh water. But the silver's probably just to pay him off. Mm. And it's one guy. There's two of us. I have a demon in me. Let us try. Um. Hmm. I would feel better if there was a bigger distraction or well perhaps like what well i i could talk to him while you look around if or you could talk and i will look i I just don't want him to be on his guard while we are sneaking around house and perhaps hostage situation <coughs> is not the most quiet situ situation. Um, we are trying to keep out of Hush's ears, yes? Yes. Okay, let's try it your way. But I think you should be the one to talk to him, because... I'll definitely, I don't know if I can hold my tongue long enough. You can disappear again, yes? I don't think I ever reappeared, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just talking to air. <laughs> I've been talking to air this whole time. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> How long does your invisibility last, Ramir? Um. Up to an hour. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was the 10 minutes or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Wait. <laughs> All right. I've just, I've just got my, I've just got my hand on his shoulder, like I'm here. <laughs> All right. What are we doing? How's this? How's this happen? Do you go and knock on the door? Well, she's gonna um, take um, her, <clears throat> her kind of um, bizarre disguise or whatever, and put it on her old cloak. Put it down over her face. Put her hair down over her face, like a kind of old woman, <laughs> just hunch over. Okay. And then Ermir, that's how you're approaching the door, Prayaria. Okay. Yes. That's not suspicious at all. I am in <clears throat> I am invisible. Ermir, what are you doing? I am invisible. And <laughs> I hmm. I have thieves tools. Um can I so that that gives me like pluses to pick locks and stuff, right? I mean, if you're proficient in thieves' tools, I am proficient in all. Having tools. them and being proficient in them is two different things. So, if I, you are proficient, you get to add your proficiency modifier to it. Yeah, well, I'm a <clears throat> I'm an artificer. I got this nifty little. Feature are you called... proficient in? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> magic this case, we got whiskey. We We're about to all find out. <laughs> 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 da, 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 da. And my proficiency, I am proficient. Yes, I am proficient with them. Yes, I am proficient in uh, leatherworkers' tools, smiths' tools, thieves' tools, and tinkers' tools. Okay, I I pulled it up because I wasn't sure how long. (laughs) Yes, you are. Would I lie to you, (laughs) Almighty DM? Would you, Brandon? Would you? (laughs) Who 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 double checks my work? Of course not. All right, <clears throat> you are. So, what would you? Uh, I'm guessing you would like to do something with your thieves' tools. What are you doing? Um, yes, as uh, as Priyari goes around to the front to um talk to this talk to this man in in her disguise, I would like to go around to the back and um waited. I'm invisible, so I waited till the guards are like <clears throat> like turn a corner or something or are distracted by something, and I would like to attempt to pick the lock as quietly as possible and make my way inside. Okay, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and get to the point with the door. So um, you will have to make an athletics check in order to get over the wall. Athletics? Mm-hmm. Can I make an acrobatics check instead? No. Really? I can't parkour over that shit. I. She said athletics? you heard me the first time. She did. <laughs> She's like, my silence speaks for itself. My, my smiling silence is like, mm. Athletics, ah, dang it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I have, um, hang on. Let me, let me look at my artificer bag. Meanwhile, Prayaria begins to approach the door to knock. Strength check or strength saving throw. Neither, neither. Is she here or Amir struggling I, to get over a wall? Well, probably. We're about, to, we're about to find out. Yeah. So, so this is neither a strength check nor a strength saving throw, huh? Okay. So straight rolls, baby. Let's get it. Athletics check. Ugh. Jesus. Eleven. An eleven. 
Um, it's not that bad of a wall. Um, I'll, I'll say like you you were over a ten. That's probably good enough. It's not it's not like a crazy wall or anything. You probably um, do hear him land on his ass as he gets over the wall. You hear lots of struggling. Just looking, looking through the back window of this guy's house and it's just flailing. <laughs> Well, she doesn't see any of that. She hears oh, it because you're invisible. Yeah. She's listening to make sure you're okay. Um, you make it into the backyard and up to the back door. Pray are you. You approach and you knock on the door. I do. You hear some movement and uh, the man goes to approach the front door. <clears throat> he opens and you, you you see he's very tall. He has some he has like a kind of like salt and pepper grayed hair. <clears throat> and uh he, he's dressed um he has like a like a vest that's kind of buttoned down um in like this kind of like vibrant almost cobalt blue and he has like spectacles, like half moon spectacles and um uh a couple rings on his finger. He goes He looks at you and his eyes just kind of like get get wide for a second with your hood and like the kind of like closed in kind of like approaching and he he just kind of like he kind of like like cracks the door a little bit a little bit intimidated by whatever is happening right now and he goes may may I help you oh yes hello I am I am a, um, a seller in the, um, the bazaar. I don't um, know if you have been um, or if you have perhaps seen me, but I sell potions and, um, and things. I had run out of a certain plant I use, you see, and I heard that perhaps you could help me. Uh, oh, <clears throat> you sell potions. Make a persuasion check for me. You got this. I got a ledger. That's a 17. Okay. He kind of looks at you and he's like, it is true, I, I do have a rather large collection of plants, so, you know, being the owner of Vitalities, uh, although I don't, don't like helping competition, but you do look like you're getting your business started up, and it would be incredibly rude for me to just to deter you. Ermir, go ahead and roll that lockpick check. Oh! Okay. <laughs> um, what it... What is that? Is that a dex check? That is a sleight of hand check, I believe. Oh, sleight of hand. Oh, oh. sweet. I get, uh, let me just roll it. Thirteen? Uh, yeah, no. Flat, uh, <laughs> no. Of brilliance? I already said no. <laughs> yeah, but I was about to. It ha- before the ruling is made, ma'am. Before the ruling is made. You just kind of like, and it just fails. Uh, <laughs> you just, like, you just can't get it. it. Um, can I try again? I mean, I can I can make thieves tools. 
So like with your with your fail, we'll move back over to Prairie. <laughs> As you continue to flounder with the door. (laughs) He goes, um, can, before I let you in, would you just mind taking your hood off, please? Um, that would be, that would be much better. I've I've had some things stolen from my shop recently, and uh, you could never be too careful, and, and, you know, I mean... I'm not a fighter, oh. but I do have bottles that will melt your skin off and make you smell like Limburger, so... If you oh, could my just... goodness. Um, uh, certainly, I would never want to make you feel uncomfortable. And she will pull, um, she'll pull her hood back, and um, she has used her furbog magic to um, appear older. Okay. What one wonderful... Um, uh, yes, uh, Come in quickly. Uh, oh, of course. Don't, he just kind of like when you when you enter, he shuts the door and just locks. There's like you can see like a series of locks up the side of his door, and uh, he just gets and you, it takes him a good second to finish locking it all up. But he goes, "One wonderful, um, yes, uh, my garden is in the back. I'll take you back, and uh, we'll." Uh, We'll uh, select some uh, some species for you that will help work for your brewing. Ermir, you hear footsteps approaching um, from the other side of the door. Let me see your passive percep or passive perception. What is your? Fa- it's it's a fourteen. It's fourteen. It's not respectable. too bad. Respectable. Yeah. It's respectable. Um, and with this, it wouldn't be too hard, I think, to hear. You hear uh, footsteps approaching. What do you do? Quick. I step to the side of the door. Um. Out of out of the out of the immediate pathway, uh, and, and I'm still invisible, so I just kind of like press myself up against the wall, hoping hoping that they'll just kind of walk past so that I can maybe sneak my way in. Give me another stealth check with advantage because you're invisible. With advantage, my favorite word, <laughs> stealth. <clears throat> Woo, dirty twenty. Lucky that you had advantage, my friend. <laughs> um, uh, you see, though, the man approaches the back door, and you know Ermir's back there, Prearia. Yes, she's um like coughing. She's making some noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, she saw those locks and was thinking about him trying to get in the back. Like this is not gonna. <laughs> this, well, the same thing before. You see a series of locks all up the side of the door, and he's just like, just "Give me a moment." <laughs> Again, I can't be too careful. I've I guess I'd have been okay. robbed a couple of times. And I just, so I didn't <laughs> fail. I just didn't unlock all of them. I only unlocked the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes him a good second. And he's just like, right this way, dear. Of um, all of these these robberies, um, are you are you do not feel unsafe here? Why um, would you? You could move, perhaps. Um. Well, it was stolen from my shop. Uh, oh, your shop? Yes, uh, but I assume that they will... Hopefully they won't come from to my home establishment. <clears throat> but um, you can, like I said, you can never be too careful. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm Horace Burbles, purveyor of concoctions and elixirs, alchemist extraordinaire, and, and the owner of Vitalities uh, in the Shimmering Bazaar. It's so nice to meet you. 
you as well. I am. I am Ria. Um, you say you make teas. Uh, it, it, that's what I like to call my potions. Ah, I see. You must be in quite the demand. Did you? Uh, uh, my, my concoctions are rather popular, uh, but uh, um, I guess I'm in more demand of having my supplies stolen. <laughs> oh, I see. He opens I the door, <laughs> and he begins to walk out, and Ermir just... <laughs> you just, like, he begins to walk, doesn't notice you, into the garden, and grabs some, uh, you know, shears, um, some gardening shears, and... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Slip my lead, sir. All right. You make your way inside. Um, uh, they Are can... just going to begin geeking out on plants, so they will be out there a minute. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, there are a just a variety of plants that you can see um, in in this in, just in this like little garden area. Um, you uh, you do you do geek out quite profusely. You see, he has um, you know these kind of fungal boggle caps and um, these. Uh, like flowers, uh, like red, blue, green, all different elemental type flowers. Um, you know, like you don't, t- you have to be very careful with them. The red ones will like burst into flames. Uh, again, like it's the it's the frostbite ones that you know if you touch them, you know you'll get frostbite. You see these kind of like this arching uh, plant that just kind of dangles. That looks like little spindly ghost petals that kind of like fade in and out of the ether as they just kind of sit there. And you you geek out on plants and Ermir, er, you slip inside. Yes. What are um, you looking for, my friend? I am. <clears throat> well, a uh, couple of things. I'm looking for any any jars or or bottles or barrels of the the nitric acid and the other stuff. I'm looking for uh, if he has any like papers or journals. Uh, laying around. Make I'm an looking... investigation check. Okay. Wait, where'd it go? Okay. Investigation check. 23. Okay. Um, kind of like moving through very quickly and looking around, you definitely see you know, the water and you, you see, um, you see silver, you see bars of silver. Uh, you see, because, you know, he's a professional, like it's labeled, you see jars of nitric acid, um, and ammonia. Um, uh, you see that those particular ingredients are actually in the core, like in like a corner, um, kind of like with a, uh, curtain kind of drawn around it. And you kind of like, you, you look for a while and then you kind of like pull it open and you see the quantities kind of like behind that curtain too large to fit uh, too much too large of a quantity to kind of like fit in in cupboards and and in and closets and such um but it's just there's kind of like a curtain drawn around it and a sheet poured over that and you kind of draw it back and move the sheet out of the way and look under and you do find all of that okay um do i see is it, does he have any any journals any uh any uh with your with your 23 um i would say like um you see you walk over to like the alchemist workspace and you do see um you're not proficient in alchemy tools so you do see recipes for 
different things in this book, but you have no idea what any of it means. It's okay. I take the book anyway. Take the book? Um, yeah. Yeah, I take the book. Okay. Uh, back outside <laughs> with Prayaria, uh, he begins, uh, uh, what kind of plans are you, you, you? I could give you a few, uh, of course, to get, just to get your studies in. And, um, I do. Me- I could mentor you. I don't. Uh, don't get to have a ton of friends. But I could. I could mentor you if you're interested in the uh, potion uh, alchemy arts. And... Oh, that would be quite lovely. I have been um, recently separated from my. Uh, mentor who taught me before. I believe there was... Was an explosion? That's usually... (laughs) Well, things are certainly complicated now. Um, I think there was something with this plant that they were going to tell me. I cannot recall. I know she's going to... um, kind of point to the blue one, the frost one. Um, hmm. Many things can be made with it, yes? Oh, indeed. Uh, especially when it's... So a lot of people like this particular room in the desert. There's a way that could keep you cool. Uh, I do sell quite a bit of this, uh, you you know, to uh, the, the dusty anchor. They, they like to create a special cooling um, wine using this. They steep it in tea and they ferment it. It's, it's quite lovely if you've never tried it before. Oh. But it can also be used to create... Uh, you know, frost resistant like potions if you travel up to the you know the, the northern areas i see which uh, yeah. you must help many people with these things oh i i mean i concoct a lot of different things and people read and people buy them but uh, if you're interested in a mentorship yeah, i'll go ahead and gather these and we can schedule we can schedule a nice uh, uh, teaching session together maybe tomorrow that would be lovely um but well, pencil in right now and he oh, turns around and begins to walk towards the house oh one more one more moment please and she just kind of um she's looking around like ah oh, what can i do what can make I do? a persuasion check for me <laughs> While Uramir is searching the house, do you succeed on your on your natural twenty? Nah. You sure? Ow! Go ahead, pray. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really wanted to walk back into that house with Uramir still in it. Oh, poo! She drags him back over to a far corner <laughs> of the garden, finds a random plant, and asks the entire history of that plant. And you succeed. You you you're so genuine. You could never lie to this man. He 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 believes you wholeheartedly. Never doubt my love of plants. And your love of plants is so apparent to him. And he's just like, oh, yes. You, you know? Did you know if you take this multiple set of fungi, you can actually form a fungal spore, a bit of a, a 
bomb explosion. It just fills the air. Isn't that fascinating? And he begins to tell you all right? about that. <laughs> tell me more about explosions. Uh, <laughs> with your persuasion, with your persuasion check, he goes. I've, well, I don't. Uh, that is one thing that you can make, and it could be you. It could actually be used in combat. Um, but uh, I don't really use and make much explosive-like things outside of the the, the typical alchemist's fire. But most people don't, you know, buy that unless there's some sort of adventuring party. The locals you typically buy something more like, you know, make my hair grow. I wish to grow a beard or change my hair colour. Something, you know, aesthetic of sorts. But I do get quite a few who do purchase, you know, the adventuring party's sort. I see, I see. This has been most enlightening. Thank you. How long are we, um, how long are we doing this? Do well, I have yeah. time to look upstairs? What you doing? Do you have time to look? <laughs> I'm sorry. Would you like to look upstairs, Ramir? <laughs> I would love to. All right, you go upstairs. Do it. <laughs> uh, you don't know if er- if Ermir has left or not, Prayaria. It's all good. I got this. <laughs> no, 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 no. We got this. <laughs> uh, and uh, and your buddy at this point does begin to make his way back into the house um, after showing you all these things. Uh, Ermir, you go upstairs and you do mm-hmm. hear Prayaria. Uh, you can't keep him outside forever, um, but you did keep him outside long enough to where Ermir had the decision to either leave or stay, um, and he decided to stay. So you do make your way back inside, uh, and as you are upstairs, uh, make another stealth check for me with uh, them being back inside. All right. With Nineteen. Okay. Okay. <coughs> You uh, you make your way upstairs, careful not to step on certain planks that would otherwise creak and let the individuals down below know of your presence. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do you find a bedroom, you find you know dresser drawers. Uh, um, it's it's a fairly plain kind of like canopy set bed, and uh, you you find a desk and. Uh, and kind of like a desk. nice like div- room divider with like a wooden bath um, in in the room as well. I'm looking for any more notes. Any anything that could connect him to Hush, like like maybe correspondence between him, like a note or like a like a order for for bombs or something. Anything like that. I'm looking make, through trash quietly, an, of course. Make an investigation check for me. All right. Finder labeled evil plans. That one. That's the one. Finder labeled evil plans. With the skull and crossbones of the giant explosion behind it on the cover. That's the one. He's very organized. Uh, Flash of brilliance. Which would make that what? A dirty 20. You're lucky that you have Flash of Brilliance, my friend. Let's go! Okay. <laughs> what do I see? With your Flash of... What does that even look like, dude? Is there like a little light bulb that... Bing? <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. Like, he's looking around. He's being super, super quiet, tiptoeing, careful not to mess with the thing. Like I said, he's looking through trash. He's, he, he's, he, he, he carefully tries to lift up the mattress to see if anything's under there. And he puts it down and he's just... <sighs> and he looks around. And then as he's panning the room, he sees it. And... Boom! 
the light bulb goes off goes off behind his eyes and he's like you see like there's like this kind of notch in the wood on the desk right Mm -hmm. see this kind of notch in the wood on the desk and um it almost looks like a rectangle Hmm. i approach it okay and i kind of Jimmy, stick finger it. See if I can. You press it. Lift it up. Yeah. You press it, and like a piece of wood just kind of clunk, falls down, and you do see a journal in there. Um, I grab it. Okay. I open it. You want to read it now? All right, pray on it. No, 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 I don't. Whoa, 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 whoa! Holy sweet seeds. Oh, I don't want to. I'm not just gonna straight up. Re- I, I, I just, I just flip through it. Uh, like, like, skim it. Like, make sure it's not just like, you know what? No, I just take it with me. I'm just gonna, I was gonna take it with me and leave. <laughs> just look for like bomb and just. Is the word bomb in this book anywhere? Can, can I do? Can I do that? I'm just looking for. Sure. Look, you make know another what? investigation I'm, check for me, please. This man got mad at me for talking to someone. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he's making that check and reading through this, panning through his book, Priaria. Um, your okay. your boy Horace goes over. He goes, "Shall we do tomorrow? Way we could do something. Uh, you, you a morning person, or you uh, an evening person?" Uh, I like to get my work done after I've had a very hearty breakfast. Uh, I I eat pickled eggs and uh, mm. I have uh, I have a little bit of horseradish on my eggs Ooh. as well. I don't believe I have had this. Oh, it's delightful, and most people have done. It's a very an orthodox dish, but. Uh, but I'd love if you want to get in the morning. I I can make some for both of us, and, and then we'll you know then we can get started after a hearty meal. We'll start with the elemental concoctions. Well, that sounds wonderful. She's just completely going with it. Like she's actually, she's gonna show up. She's gonna. All right. Well, it was so nice to meet you, Miss uh, R- Ria. Did you say your name was? Ah, yes, yes. Um, oh, um, one moment, please. Um, she's like building up like she has to sneeze, but she's like really listening to see if she can hear anything in the house. Um, <laughs> I just... Oh. <clears throat> okay, I, I assume Irma is being very quiet, though. I mean, he 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 got a, what, a dirty 20? No, a 19 on his stealth check. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to use flash you, of brilliance. As far as you know, with your passive perception, mm-hmm. you don't you you're not sure if he's in here anymore. With your passive perception, you're not sure if he's in here anymore. Let's see. Right. Uh, well, uh, thank you so very much for everything. I am so happy to have made your acquaintance. And it's nice to meet you as well. You know, I was a little bit worried at first with with the hood and everything. Um, oh, but yes. but uh, I, I feel like if if you would have stolen something from me, uh, you probably would have just killed me, and, and you didn't. Oh, um, but, uh, and oh. I didn't have to melt your face off with my special brew. Uh, 
Um, your corpse would have smelled awful. Now, to be honest, it would have been hard to clean that out of the floor. So it's, it was really nice that you know we didn't have to deal with that nasty business. And 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 I, you know, again, you would have you hadn't stolen anything from me. I thought maybe maybe you might be here to help me with that situation, but I, I could clearly oh. see you're not a law enforcement at your um, age. I same with me. Do you need help? I have friends that could possibly help you. Do, do uh, I, I mean I'm not wealthy. I can't. I'm not super wealthy. Um, I could I could pay oh, no. a little bit. We are call. friends now, are we not? If if you know an adventure in potty that would be able to help with the situation, the military in the city is quite quite busy, and uh, of course I'm not wealthy enough to own my own military like some of the other rich families here. Well, I certainly know some people who might be able to look into your situation. Um, would you mind writing down some of the details of what happened for me? I can certainly ask around. Give me a persuasion check. Yes. Hot damn, y'all are on a roll. Hell yeah. And he just kind of looks at you and he goes, I... I I think that would be nice. Yes, um, and he just begins kind of like riding, and you go, well, uh, some silver and and distilled water were, were taken, and of course my Ooh. nitric acid and um and some oh, am- ammonia as well. Uh, I I also had some meridian sto- mm. meridium stolen as as well, but uh, meridian. I haven't been able to reorder any of that because you know it's very expensive. So if you if you could mm. find the perpetrators uh, mm. and get back the meridium that was mine, that would be very helpful. Um, but I haven't been able to reorder that, of course. Um, well, I will do my very best. We practitioners of potions must stick together, yes? Of course. And he just kind of, like, turns red a little bit because, like, you're his age and, like, he's just... After spending so much bonding experience with you in the in the back terrace, he's just like, it's just so, so nice to meet someone with the same affinity as as as, as me. Um, this is my boo. Um, <laughs> we are gazing upon the king regent of the glowing court as we speak. Yeah, we are. King regent Horus. <laughs> Horus. And, um, and he just kind of like, he reaches out and uh, he goes, it's been such a pleasure to, to meet you and 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 I can't wait to for us to you know learn and and, and discuss new things uh, tomorrow when we, we start and he just kind of he um he, he goes it's just one moment and he goes back um to the garden and uh Ermir, what are you doing mm-hmm. leaving how are you leaving Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 um, I go, I, I, I sneak myself down the stairs. 
And um, it, uh, is the front door open? Because Prey was about to leave. No. no he locked it back up. And it's got like a thousand locks on it. But you don't know that. I mean, I can see from the inside. If I'm coming down the stairs, right? Once you make your way down the stairs. Okay, yeah, that's cool. So I'll come down the stairs and I see Prey already standing there, right? Um, now he Make had another stealth check for me. <sighs> Lauren. You okay. came down the stairs. I did. I did. I did. I did. Okay. Dirty 20. I'm cool. You're good. I'm good. Yes. Um, so I come down the stairs. I see Prey standing there. I see the doors closed and it's locked. Uh, he had windows on either side of his house, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to the other side of the house where uh, the window is, open the window and hop up out of there. All right. Give me one final stealth check as you open the window and attempt to jump out of it. Yeah, yeah. 17. You're good. Woo! Like, click, like cake. Easy stuff. You, you close the window? Open the window. Oh, yeah, of course. I close the window. Close back. it behind you. Uh, yep. With your uh. 17 and Prayaria's passive... She doesn't. What? She does not notice that. Um. Right before I leave, I'll cast. Uh. I think it's a cantrip. I'll cast a uh, thaumaturgy. Uh. I could create an instantaneous sound that originates from a point of choice within range. So I will cast. Uh. It says it could be uh whispers. So I will cast. Um. If if Prayari is within thirty feet of me, I will cast. Let's go. I've got some stuff. And then I leave. She like visibly deflates. She is very anxious about this. You use taumaturgy to do what? <laughs> to uh Taumaturgy is super audible to yeah, everyone was, around. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it it says like it I makes can't... whispers as in it can go <laughs> It makes sound effects, usually. It's not it's not message. It's not message. You cannot yeah, yeah. do it secretly. Well, I mean, hmm. Okay. If I can't do it secretly. And I mean, you could also just like, like full party city Halloween this guy and have the whispers of the dead pass by saying, it's time to go. If you want. <laughs> it's considering it. I mean, kill my new king regent. Like, <laughs> a heart if, attack. But before, yeah, before I, sure, before I close the window, sure, I don't care if he hears it or not, I'm outside. So yeah, just, it's time to go. And then I'll, and then I'll leave. <laughs> Um, thank you, Lawful Stupid RPG, for the raid. <laughs> it's about to get crazy. As this, this, um, I mean, he's stop. like in his, like, you know, early 50s, you know, maybe like, you know, late 40s. This guy's just like, I'm back. Oh my. Oh my dear friend. Hurry, hurry. Get behind the curtain. Get oh, behind oh. the curtain. He grabs you by the neck. Oh dear. Don't worry. I, I've prepared for this. And he just kind of like, he runs over, he pulls the cord, and like all these bottles just kind of like start swinging. And he goes, Get behind the curtain. If they come in, if they come in. They'll ha- it'll hit one of the bottles and start a chain reaction. This cloth behind the curtain is protective. Just get behind and he just pulls you and he, he pulls you in and just... Are you saying the house will explode? In some ways, yes, but we are safe. <sighs> Shh, they'll hear. Perhaps we should leave. 
I want to see their eyes before they die. <laughs> Do you know how much profit I lost because of these people? I do not. I am and not I do good not with want, money. I don't want them to steal from anyone other again. They will. They will serve their justice because the. Wait, why am I speaking? <laughs> you guys wait there, and you wait, and he's like, "They must know. They must know that my. They know my. They know my husband and listening." All right. Um. Priori would like to cast Minor Illusion? Okay. <laughs> what is uh, that? What are you... What, are you what, is, what is your Minor Illusion? <laughs> okay, hold on. They must know. They've been okay. listening. They heard my, my locks... They're, they're testing me to see if who's gonna hold out longer. I'll tell you this: I've stayed in. I have stayed in this house for far longer than quarantine during COVID. Okay, watch test. COVID? <laughs> oh, medicina. She is going to create a voice yes. outside, okay. the voice of one of the guards. Saying, "Yeah, we're all, we're off the clock. Come on, let's get out of here." Oh, see, it was it was only the guards. They are leaving for the night. Is that how minor illusion works? Can it be a it's sound? That I can, it can be your voice. Can be someone else's okay, voice. Just making sure. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, you can make this pieces. Well, hold on. I don't know if it can be like just as a sound. It can be a voice. It continues unabated throughout the duration, and you can make discrete sounds at different times before the spell ends. Or, hmm. I think it, I think minor illusion can be a voice. If it says it can be a voice, um, but I don't, but I don't know if you can project the voice. Okay. Does it have a range on it? Um, oh, this is a five foot cube. Five foot cube, thirty hmm. feet. From where you can right. see? Oh, yeah. Five foot cube, 30 feet. Okay. Uh, I, I think you can, then. Um, I think you can. Well, if, if I should just make like it sound like a, a ruffle, just like a muffled conversation, I guess. Okay. And what do you say? Oh, it, um, I believe it was only the guards speaking. Um. They are leaving for the night, I think. Make a persuasion check. Come on, Horace. Horace wants to believe. You can feel it. Hey! hey. <gasps> Horace wants to believe! Oh Horace is my boss. He's beautiful eyes and he believes. Oh my god. Another natural 20. He says, he just, I'll believe anything you say, my queen. <laughs> he just kind of like... He just starts calling her queen, not because he knows who she is, but just because she is who she is. Oh yes. <laughs> he, um, he just kind of like... Like his muscles relax for a moment, and he's like, "There, there." So I, I apologize. That you have been through much. Uh, an overreaction. Um, 
But I did want to keep you safe. Oh, thank you. How do we get these back up there? It, it'll take a couple hours, but uh, just give me a moment um, to reset it all. Um, and so we'll, <laughs> we'll say that it takes like maybe two hours after Ermir left Ermir. Mm-hmm. Um, Prayer doesn't, it's two, two, it's like an hour later, hour and a half like- later like an hour later okay okay um so yeah i will i'm gonna go to barbucks <laughs> and okay. i'm gonna get some co- i'm gonna get i'm gonna uh get some orders get some coffee and i'm going to go to dude's place i'm gonna have my hood up um and yeah i'm gonna knock on his front door hour and a half comes in uh, you hear a knock at the door and you just hear uh, I almost dropped that one that would have really been terrible uh would you would you um would you mind taking this section right here uh I need to get the door um He's talking to me. Yes, he's talking okay. to you. Who else is he talking to? <laughs> no. Voices uh, in his house. Um, sure. She has her like hood back down, like. And, and, um, and you continue to help yeah. reset the bottles. And he yes. He. Yeah. Um. So I've got my hood up, uh, face slightly obscured, and I'm just holding these uh two. Uh, cups of coffee, and I'm like, um, Ri, are you in there? Your uh, the coffee's getting cold. We were supposed to meet at Barbucks an hour ago. I know you said you needed to, you needed help with plants oh, yes. or whatever, but yes, I am so sorry. I had, I'm a hat forgotten, and um, you know how long we get when you're talking about your botany and things. We should. That's true. That's true. That is he, me. He's make a deception check. Wow. <laughs> Both of us, or just him. Okay. Flash of brilliance. <laughs> 17 with flash of okay. brilliance. How many Jeez. times can you use that per day? Um, I think four or five. I've used it three times so far. I've All right. It. He's like, well, who are you? I'm Horus. Or Burbles. Bur- bur- Horace, but Bur- I'm Horace Burbles. And well, it's, um, it's nice to meet you, Mr. Bubbles. Rhea has been in my care and she's been helping me. <clears throat> yes, she's she's wonderful, isn't she? Such a such, such she's a amazing good and wonderful. Yes, she is. And I, I, I just look over and pray Like, what did you do to this man? If, if, do you do you have a reason to hide your face, sir? Oh, um. Or are you not willing to look at me, man to man? Hello. Oh, um, this is uh, uh, he is like brother to me, little brother. Um, uh, we meet to talk about um, things over coffee. And um, I, I must admit I'm very late. 
Of, of course, Bria. Um, I apologize for keeping you. Uh, he straightens his vest and kind of like, sh like pulls it down a little bit. Pardon, sir. Lady. Um, I, I can finish up now that the door is clear. And um, what I um. They thank you. you for helping me reset, and I, I apologize for taking your 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 time, Ria. Um, but I, I look it's forward. Right. I look forward to our to our class um, to, together tomorrow tomorrow morning. Um, I'll have I'll have yes. those those uh, the, the horseradish and uh, and the pickled eggs ready for both of us in the morning. Oh, that will be wonderful. Um, thank you very much. Um, he your um bottles. <laughs> she hands them back and scurries out the door. Very quickly. And uh, he, he just kind of like shuts it and be, you hear the clicking behind you as he begins to lock it back up again. I'll, I'll pass pray out of your coffee. I'll say, so what took you so long? As soon as like they're out of like eyesight of the house, she's gonna like rip her hood off and like stand up. You almost got me exploded. <laughs> I brought you coffee. Thank you. <laughs> She just like chugs it all. And it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, he's very nice man, very paranoid. He almost, he almost blew you up. Not on purpose. Um. Oh. Well, he did have a bunch of nitric acid and ammonia back there. Could have done a lot of damage with that. Uh, he could have, but. I don't think he did, or he would. She's well, still catching her breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I tried. To, I told you it was time to go. Yes, out loud. We're very paranoid men here. I whispered. You whisper very loudly. Oh. I was. I was told it's not message, so I couldn't make me into your ear. I'm going to ignore that and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> what did you find? Um, well, I found a couple of journals. Um, one of them was hit one of them were hidden upstairs uh it was a notch in a dresser or or his desk, and I think he was hiding something in there and and there was another, and I, I took his, his book and had a bunch of different- uh, You took? Form. Well, yes. From paranoid man <laughs> who has had many things taken, who almost blew me up. Well, look, I was invisible. You don't have to go back there. Oh no, I, I do. We must give back. Well, can we at least look at what it is first? I fine. Look at tonight. I take back in morning. Would that be more suspicious if you just show up with a book that he that ends up missing? Don't think you just stolen. give it back to him. I leave it in house somewhere. Don't. <sighs> okay. Look, if oh, he's no. as paranoid as you say, I don't want him to get the wrong idea and try to blow you up. What? Uh, we will. We'll bring back to others. We'll figure out what to do then. Look, do you need do you need another cup of coffee? You seem very stressed out right now. Oh, 
I don't think the coffee helps. Oh. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe wine. Let us go find wine. Maybe wine. We can definitely find some wine. Hi, hi. We go find wine. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> You go and you find wine uh, with Brayaria. Let's let's move over to uh, Samson and Luden. All right, that's the block. Oh, you know what? Let, <laughs> I think maybe we let's 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 go ahead and take our break a little bit early, but like, because I don't want to cut. I don't want to like stop in the middle of your scene, and uh, we we're we're just a little bit early with our break. We'll go, we'll go ahead and take our break now. Um, before we go to break, just a reminder that we do have a founder enamel pin uh, giveaway going on right now. Let me put it up on screen so you guys can all see it. There it is. Um, there is only one left. Um, and we're not making any more of these. These are limited edition. They're signed by Daniel and I. We started Ink and Liar up together. Um, it was kind of a way to celebrate the launch of Lincoln Liar and our Twitch channel. And um, we wanted to give those people who, you know, supported us early on something um, for supporting us. So uh, enter, because this is your last chance to get one of these. Uh, you can use command loot, which is exclamation mark loot to enter. Uh, and uh, you have to be follow. make sure you're following before you do enter. Um, and, uh, and we will pull and pick a winner when we return from our break. And just a reminder, this is the same giveaway that happened last Monday when we had a whole bunch of, uh, technical difficulties. So if you entered last Monday, your entry is in, I promise you. Um, but other than that, we're going to go to our break real quick and we return, uh, we'll return with Samson visiting the other shady address with Ludin and see what the they beans. find there. So we'll see you all in Make just a moment. Also, real quick, oh. thank you to Flock Obama for the gifted subs. Yes, yes. Thank you. Oh. Thank you so much, Flock Obama, for the gifted nice. subs. Thank you again for Lawful Stupid for the uh, for the raid. Thank you so much. And then GamePlayer3009 actually resubbed as well. Um, they mentioned that they'll be gone for three weeks and they're going to miss us. Oh. We're going to miss you too. Um, thank you so much. And then CJ for the, the, the 10 bits um and diner 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 dude for the follow and in exception 1990 for the follow as well um uh, yeah so we are going to go to our break and we'll be back in just a minute let me make sure yes we'll be back in just a minute welcome to a new campaign setting for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, where your destiny is written in the stars. Fate guides your adventurer in Stargazer's Guide to Auroria. An all-new Zodiac character creation system assigns your adventurer one of 12 signs which rewards you with powerful abilities and character-defining detriments. What's your sign? No, that's the wrong question. Who are you? Frostwane, Lamentium, Fluortide, these powers are yours to define or let fate decide. Choose wisely. Your sign connects your character to the world of Auroria. Manifestations of the mighty signs appear to spur your adventurer toward their ultimate goal or away from paths destructive to their future. 
Adventure is calling. Discover a new world of brilliantly diverse cities, dozens of unique landmarks, and long-forgotten dungeons waiting to be uncovered. Join arms with allies and cross swords with worthy adversaries. Fantastic NPCs with their own adventure hooks, backstories, and motivations are spread throughout the world, ready to aid your party or become the latest villain. The old gods are gone. Aurorians worship a new pantheon. The masters of the weave are more connected to their acolytes than ever before. Find your faith with 12 all-new gods across two different pantheons. Encounter fantastical monsters under the shadow of Mount Vera and under the sable sands with powerful magic items, new spells, and weapons. Explore one of 12 new subclasses available for the canon D&D classes and tie them directly to your background with factions that have been intricately woven into Aurorian lore. Destiny is calling, adventurer. Look unto the heavens. Your story is in the stars. Hi, I'm Reyna. I play Prearia on Fate's End here at Ink and Lyre, and I'm here to talk to you about Mount Vera, which is a point of interest in our world of Aurora, and it features something super cool called the Iridescent Ocean. The Iridescent Ocean is a sea of clouds around the peak of this mountain with magical properties akin to true polymorph, ultra memory, and featherfall. So what that means is that like creatures that pass up through the clouds, like on the way up the mountain, they gain these bestial properties. They become things like centaurs, like minotaurs and serpent people, just all kinds of like human animal hybrids. And they have a little village up there of all these creatures. And they have no knowledge of their lives before, what is underneath the clouds is as far as they know, there's only their island and this ocean, which shimmers like dreams, diamonds, glitter. So creatures that live on the peak of the mountain have no idea what's underneath. If someone disappears, as far as they know, they just fell off the earth. But what really happens is as you pass back down through the ocean, you are once again polymorphed into a basic woodland creature, like a squirrel or a fox, <laughs> but you retain your intelligence. So as far as you know, you've just always been a really smart rabbit, <laughs> which is really cool. Hello, my name is Christian Hatcher, and I play Ludin Archbane on Fate's End, and today I'm going to be talking to you guys about the Martial Subclass in Stargazer's Guide to Aurora. There are three main ones, uh, the Sparehawks, the Peacekeepers, and the Scarlet Sanctuary. Now, there are different benefits to joining any of the different organizations. First, the Sparehawks. If you join the Sparehawks, the organization is a little bit more structured, and you kind of get the ability to have different bases all over Aurora, um, and you get some allies that might be willing to help you out. Uh, that kind of moves you over into the Peacekeepers, where it's a lot less structured, but your ability to gain allies is 
a lot quicker. You can actually deputize people to help you out. Uh, you just gotta pay them a little gold. And then finally, there's the Scarlet Sanctuary. Now, the Scarlet Sanctuary is interesting if you have a very lore-heavy campaign. Um, I personally think of it like kind of Sherlock's home, Sherlock Holmes kind of thing. Um, you can request information from uh, this organization, and it might be able to help you out with finding out some of the mysteries that go on in Aurora, or uh, whatever your DM might throw at you. Um, I personally love playing in the Sparrowhawks because it allows my character to be grounded in the story right away, especially as a character that came in a little later in our Fates In campaign, I had a reason to be there. So find out your reason to use the Marshall subclass. Be creative with it. Why would your character be in one of these organizations? Makes the story interesting. Um, so if you're interested, why not try it out and Starcaser's Guide to Aurora. What's up guys? I'm Brandon Hatcher. I am a cast member on Fates In, and I'm also a writer on the Stargazer's Guide to Aurora. Uh, my section is Krygos Lake. And Krygos Lake is basically what would happen if an ancient white dragon flew to a dense tropical forest and decided to make that his lair. So Krygos, uh, the lake is completely frozen over and the presence of the ancient white dragon has basically changed the environment of the area. So you know, you'll see stuff like white dire wolves and, and snow foxes and polar bears and stuff like that from the Arctic. But you'll also see creatures like deer and elk and chipmunks and rabbits and stuff roaming around. So it's a very interesting blend of fauna and flora in this area. Um, and the forest holds a lot of secrets. And one of uh, one thing that I can share with you is a uh, among the surrounding towns, there's a there there's are different differing stories about this creature that roams the forest. Some people say he's a yeti. Some people say he's a spirit of the forest. Some people say he might be a fae that's just playing tricks on people, but no one really quite knows for sure. Um, and I can't wait for the players to actually be able to pull on that thread and uncover all of the secrets that Crygo Slate has to offer. We can trust our boyos. <laughs> She's not gonna hurt anybody. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, wait, uh, does anyone have a lockpick? No! No, we don't need one! Extra, extra, read all about it! What's that you've got there, mister? Why, this right here is Nine Realms Gaming. Nine Realms Gaming? That's right. Top-notch gaming accessories made from some of the finest woods this side of the city has to offer. We got your dice vaults. We got your dice towers, dice trays, hero vaults, you name it. 
Oh, my! Careful now, don't swoon into traffic. You can mosey on down to their website now. Use exclusive partner code LIAT10 to get 10% off your purchase. What was that code again? That's LIAT10. L-Y-R-E-10 at NineRealmsGaming.com. Hurry, they're sound like hotcakes. And we are back. Let's go ahead and pull the winner of our giveaway here. Right. Closing entries. And we're gonna pick Lawful Stupid RPG has won our giveaway. Won the final founder enamel pin. Hot dang. That's awesome. They won. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, guys. Stupid. Congratulations. Woo! You guys won. <laughs> we, uh, oh, well, you. Con <laughs> Lawful Stupid is my second favorite alignment. We're <laughs> all characters. Second only to what? Chaotic Petty? Chaotic Petty. <laughs> chaotic Petty. Absolutely. Clemson is deeply chaotic, Petty. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will uh, we will contact you and get you that pin sent out as soon as possible. Thank you guys yeah. so much for the raid and uh, for joining us this evening. All right, let's jump back in here as Samson and Ludin begin making their way to I believe it's something Emerald Street. I don't have it open right now. Yeah, the, be so the bean house. Yeah, so as we're heading oh, over to, as we're heading over to four two eight Emerald, um, Samson's just like, "So how you doing? How do you think we should do this?" Okay, I get it. You're still mad at me. <laughs> well, if you're not going to say anything at all, like, come on, we're not going to be able to get through this. Fine. Whatever. You just listen to me, and everything's gonna be fine, okay? You just do what I tell you to, and we're gonna be all right, okay? All right, the silent treatment, I get it. All right, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> all right. And then we, then we just keep walking. Keep walking. You just keep walking. <laughs> Hashtag Christian Luden. <laughs> all right, so you approach a very large and lavished home in the emerald district if the size didn't betray the wealth of the owner the overwhelming amount of native and foreign plant species alike would the home is completely covered in blooms you see a variety of house servants conjuring water to keep those plants alive in this desert climate uh, there seems to be a ha like, there, I mean, this this house has like an entryway, a very nice entryway um, garden terrace area that leads up to the home, and there's like a gate there um, that is open, and you see a variety of servants kind of moving around, uh, uh, working the house. Everyone seems kind of like in a rush a little bit. 
Um, but you see this halfling man. Uh, he's talking to some of these servants as you kind of you guys kind of want walk up, and his clothes are just lavish, uh, very Greek Roman style in purples and clay colors. And you watch as he gives instructions and commands uh, to the servants, uh, rushing around in a hurry. His hair is kind of like a sandy blonde color. Let me check your passive insight here. Okay, well, Luden notices, but you, um, you, you're just kind of like looking around with with his passive insight. Um, he notices that the halfling man looks very, very nervous, and that he's sweating profusely from his brow. Um, the the garments under his arms are just soaked through, and you can see that he has a servant following him around, and as subtly as they can, uh, they press to digitate and blow cool air in his direction. With your, with both of your passive perception and knowing all this, uh, when the air kind of flows in your direction, blowing from this man, he smells like Esperies. Okay. Yeah, he, he like her perfume. Do I only do we only see servants, or are there other? guests or people who look like they're preparing to arrive um from what you can see they all look like servants do they have uniforms <laughs> there's a dog yes and no like they're all wearing like white various different kinds of like white linen kind of garments hmm Okay. Uh, I guess is it all residential neighborhood right here? Yeah, this is a resi- this is a residential neighborhood. Um, his house does have guards though. Okay, cool. Um, so that seems suspicious. Seems suspicious. Um, I guess what we'll do first is just kind of like wait around and I want to see if I can like try to figure out what these servants are trying to do like are they setting up for an event is this look like it's part of their normal routine um does it look like something just happened and they're cleaning up after it um what are these people doing as this this person or possibly like head servant or the butler perhaps or maybe the owner as he runs around barking orders and sweating and smelling lovely. <laughs> um, uh, the the gates, uh, the gate around this house is it is like a see through kind of like metal gate, so you can see through. Um, the guards do kind of like watching you, just kind of like looking in and stuff. Uh, uh, I mean, we're just like away, we're away from it. We don't walk up to the building. Okay. Um. Uh, you, you probably gather within 30 minutes or so. Like, they, it does look like some sort of event, perhaps. Um, Perfect. So it's like a party. Maybe. It might be. You don't know. Okay. Well, um, all right. You so, don't see them, like, carrying in, like, 
lots of like there aren't any caterers carrying in like tons and tons of food or anything. You don't see anything like that. But cool. it does look like they're preparing for something. Okay. Uh, we're going to walk off a little bit and kind of get away from the main area so the guards aren't looking at us directly. Um, and then I'm going to tell Luden, okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to stay right here. If you see anyone who looks like they're going to that house, like maybe like we're looking for like carriages drawn by horses, looking for people who are dressed up, you know, that sort of thing, you know, we can kind of see if the party's about to get started or maybe what's happening. Um, do your best and try to, you know, just stay quiet. You're going to do great. And then I'm going to turn invisible, just cast invisibility. I'm going to turn into, you know, little little fey bird and i'm just gonna fly back over and go land like on top of the house and kind of look in the garden in the back on the back side and get a bird's eye view of what's going on back there um okay i don't think you need a perception check for this as you kind of fly up and around you see in the side courtyard there is a very large, very, very, very large wooden crate in the center of the courtyard. Like, huge. Like, probably 15 feet tall, maybe. Possibly 20 feet tall. It's very large. It's just a crate? It's a very, very large wooden crate. It's probably like, like I said, 15 to 20 feet tall. Um, maybe five, five to eight feet wide. Like statue sized? I mean, you don't know what's in the crate. Does it look like there are chairs that would have like um, chairs around it? No. Like you would be like ready for like an auction or a show? No. Okay. That's weird. Hmm. And there's only or there's only servants running around, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. In that case, I'm going to end. Uh, in that case, and it looks, but it looks like they're setting up for some kind of event. Mm-hmm. There's a crate in the backyard. It's 20 foot tall. It's five by eight. Massive crate of beans. I'm assuming. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, but there are no guests yet, so I'll fly back to where Luden is. Okay. Do you say anything to Luden? Mike. Okay, there's a giant crate. I think it's got beans in it. Well, there's no way to know without, you know, breaking in. And I'll think that will be a dangerous task. So let's just um, just hang out here for a little bit and um, see if there's anyone around that we can, like, follow in or maybe we can sneak in somehow as um, more people start alive. Because the event might not be tonight. That'd be weird if we waited too long, you know? Okay. You wanna you wanna I think there's a bar box right there. We can 
get some and then come this then come is back. This a never ending joke that will never end. Oh, you love bar butts. All right, let's go. <laughs> um, you guys kind of wait and watch for a while. Uh, you do see another um, set of individuals approach with a uh, a cart, and it looks to be like they're um, they've got a couple different smaller boxes about yay big um, in this cart with ho- like small holes drilled into them and uh, a set of maybe like seven or eight individuals um, with the cart. And they're coming to deliver this. As you kind of sit and watch and stake out the house at this point. They begin... They speak to the guards. Um, they are all wearing, like, a kind of matching outfit um, of shades of, like, like, like citrus orange and white and black that kind of fades down. Um, and they begin to unload the crates and begin to walk in They talk, after talking to the guards. Okay. I'd, I'd talk about it with Lugan, but he's not talking about it to me right now, so. <laughs> I speculate and continue to watch. Okay. They carry like all... <laughs> they carry all the boxes into the building, mm-hmm. um, and they begin making their way, it looks, over to that courtyard. That you saw with, with the whole, with, with the, all those boxes with the very large crate, yes. How long is it? How long have been? Have we been watching this? Um, probably like uh, with the movement of the crates, probably like ten minutes or so. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll just keep watching for a little bit. You'll just keep watching. Yeah. See if if we hear any noises or anything like that. Um, at some point, uh, with you waiting, you do, uh, you do see, um, the halfling man with the blonde hair. He just kind of, like, uh, looks up at one of the gaping holes in the, the city that kind of, like, shows, it's kind of like a gauge of time, roughly, where the sun is and where the shadow is hitting. And he kind of looks up and his eyes go wide. He goes... He kind of claps his hands, and like the servants begin rushing around and and like begin moving. Um, a lot of them are moving out of sight. Um, and uh, he looks to be kind of like uh, as they kind of move out of view. He kind of stands there, um, uh, somewhat alone. And the guards, um, he kind of like claps the guards to kind of move um, as well. Okay, now we're waiting for someone special to arrive. So, um, I think at that point, I'm going to tell Luden, all right, all right, you hang out here. I won't say a word. It's going to be fine. And then I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go, um, I'll just go invisible bird again, fly up uh, to the adjacent building, somewhere where I can see close enough to see the boxes behind okay. and everything else and just watch you see that um, 
there looks to be some sort of mechanism attached up to the smaller boxes behind the very large crate, um, and that there are some uh, there are some like string uh, and cord that kind of goes back and around the corner. I'm just gathering information. Yeah, I'm just watching. Okay, and you just wait. I just wait. All... Wait for the important person to show up. <laughs> um. You eventually see a second halfling man approach the home. Uh, He rides a tall black Arabian stallion decorated with tassels along the head, neck, and saddle. And his hair is black and curly, and his eyes are almost orange like the blazing desert sun. And uh, you kind of watch him as he kind of gets off the horse and the other halfling man just kind of stands up straight smiling really big and um he just kind of like uh he looks very anxious and um and the the other man kind of like runs up to him and embraces him and they share this beautiful like passionate kiss and you gather that they haven't seen each other in a while based on like kind of this you know reuniting between them and he holds his hand, and he, go, um, he goes, uh, as he kind of looks back at him, he goes, Marcus, it's, it's, it's been such a long time. I'm, I'm so glad to have you back. And uh, the other man kind of looks at him and goes, Philium, it's been too long. It's been far, far too long. But now I'm I'm done with with my with my mission and and uh, I can spend as much time with you as as we both please. And you see, um, he kind of looks at me and goes, "I have a surprise for you, Marcus. <laughs> it's, it's a big one." Um, oh, I I'm sorry, I'm I'm sweating right through my clothes all over again. Uh, uh, he just kind of like scratches his head like as as if giving a sign and you see like the servant just kind of pop their head out and they're just like and you see like the sweat just kind of like right back (laughs) and then he's all nice and and clean again and um goes right this way Marcus Uh, right right, right this way and he leads them over into the courtyard uh, where that large wooden crate is and I, prepare, I prepare to spy on this very intimate moment. <laughs> and um, he goes, Marcus, you know, you and I, we've 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 been together for so so very long, and and uh, you know, all our adventuring, and and it's kind of come to an end. And this is, and he and Philium just kind of looks at him and he goes, Marcus, oh, I'm sorry, fit. Um, yeah, he uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting I, talking to myself is very difficult. I'm sorry. <laughs> He goes, Philium, uh, what, 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 what are you talking about? What, what is this all about? He goes, I've thought so much about this for, for so many days, you know, counting down your arrival, and uh, I guess I just get, get on and out with it. And, uh, and he just kind of, like, claps his hands, and you look up and you see, like, the rope get pulled taut, 
and um, you see like the, the boxes kind of collapse and like a cascade of butterflies rushes out from behind and like the walls of this very large crate pops down and you see an extremely large marble statue of Marcus with large angelic wings reaching out and catching what appears to be philium. Uh, a small a small bell rings in the corner of the crate as, you know, the clasps are released and eight bards emerge from around the corner as the butterflies are launched into the air and they begin to play a ballad. And uh, Marcus just gazes up at the statue in awe with his hand over his mouth and he's like, what? And like, and then he kneels down and he goes, we've adventured together and uh, I'd like to go to, in a new adventure with you. Life, will you go on that adventure with me? And he's just like, yeah, yes, I will, I will. I just drop invisible bird tears. <laughs> and they embrace and kiss and it's beautiful and the bards are singing and there's lutes and there's lyres and like a harp and and like there are all some of the servants in the background have like you know these dancing lights that just kind of like fly all around them and it's this beautiful little proposal that everything has gone right but where are the beads <laughs> <laughs> And not a single cup of coffee in the area. <laughs> no. What is the statue made of? <laughs> the statue is made of melted beans. In order to give you guys some clarification, Philium uh, <laughs> looks at Marcus and he goes, You wouldn't imagine the lengths I went, you know. Um, I had to tell Z. I had to tell Zini I was ordering eight thousand pounds of beans so that he, he wouldn't mouth off. I, I, I just I, I couldn't let the secret get out. I had to make sure. I had to make sure that no what nobody would know and that it would. It's, you're so hard to surprise, Marcus. You feel absolutely so hard to surprise and and. They're brought like some wine and they start drinking together and discussing like his, his elaborate plan and how long he had been planning this. And uh, they kind of like begin walking inside to go enjoy each other's company after a very, very long time apart and discussing I, things. Well, I, I'll just audibly squawk and go, Rah! and then I don't know, I don't know what kind of bird, birds sound birds make. Uh, and then I'm, I'm gonna fly back over to where Luden is, and I will report how beautiful it was, and how amazing, and how lucky they are to have one another. That they would go so far with such romantic gestures. And I'll just be like, let's let's go find the rest of them. I don't. I think this is kind of a dead end. Apparently he was just lying on his order form too, because apparently Marcus is very connected, 
and um, he would have found out that, you know, Filbium had ordered all this marble if he had just told the truth, so probably just paid off some guy to put the wrong, wrong item in there. Regardless, it's nothing nefarious, I imagine. And it's like, let's go, let's go see. Yeah, yeah, I know you're still mad. Yes, this is a waste of time. No, you don't have to say it. Let's just I think let's just go. The statue is hollow and it's stuffed inside with that powder that lets you talk to dead people. You need to break the statue <laughs> open and ruin no. the <laughs> That's we're gonna say the statue's stuffed with beans. <laughs> that also, <laughs> yes. Also suspicious illegal activity. I, I tell Luden, let's go. Let's go spy on Finn and Esprit's date. Be great. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fateful Encounters, for the raid during Woo! our very beautiful proposal scene from our stakeout <laughs> with Samson and Luden, who is not here at the moment. Uh, and so, Samson, you and Luden return. Um, to the rest of the group. Uh, while all of that is happening, we are going to pan back over to Esperice and Finelai, who are currently in the middle of a day a walk. Date walk. A walk. That a might be walk. a date. Day. It's just a walk. Yeah. It's a, an outing where we get to know each other better and have of conversations. A so a date then. So a date. We we come no, not here is the thing. We come back to I mean it's not not a date. <laughs> we come back to the middle of your walk together, Fenelai and Esperis. You look over across the oasis and see the midnight circus has begun setting up stilts and platforms over the water. Tents are being raised. You see that woman that was carried into the city via gloom stalkers is walking on water, uh, overseeing those raised platforms and tents. You see her pull out kind of like a like a handkerchief of sorts that's like almost translucent, like. And she throws it into the water, and it begins to move and swirl, growing larger. The water dripping off of it as it billows up, forming the canopy of a tent. All along the oasis, as you walk, you see these sandstone benches. And you'll see some of the merchants, those who don't have a building but sell their wares via tent, have begun to move to the outer banks of the oasis to sell their wares here, uh, anticipating the increase of foot traffic with the Midnight Circus. Yes. Wow, I wonder if they're going to be doing magic like that at the the carnival. I, I would anticipate so, yes. I, I'm very... It would be a lot of fun once we actually go there, once this is somewhere settled. Yeah, I would definitely like to experience it with you. Mm -hmm. We're going... Uh, I believe we are going as a whole group but we can also right yes but thank you for the tea by the way it's very nice oh right it is good right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it um we had kind of started talking about it earlier but then with the circus and everything i i wanted to um we're kind of talking about i say that i have been in my church for a very long time and I was wondering with you and Levi if this was 
Uh, you said he's with you always. Has he been with you his or your whole life, or is a new thing for you? Um. Well, I mean, it it, uh, it feels like my whole life, you know. Um, about um, five months, give or take, oh. a few days. This yeah. makes sense. You are so newfound in your face that it is um, a, a large stake for you. The, 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 um, you are finding you it such motivation. Well, if it is, you know, when you first find your face and what you are going to dedicate your life to, it is um, an awakening, yes? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I love Levy. He he is my god you know like he showed up to me and he chose me and i chose him and well it was like the first choice i would ever made and it feels right you know like i could never do the magic i do now before before livy I feel like I can do anything with Livy. That is very lovely. I, I am glad that your relationship with Livy brings you strength. When you say you made no choices before, you... I don't want to press into it, of course. It's not necessarily a happy thing to talk about, but... Uh, he helped you out of this situation? Then he led you out, I suppose? Um, um, in a way, yes. He... You don't have to, uh, I'm not trying to, you know, pry or anything that you're not comfortable talking about. It's, it's fine, right? It's fine. Um, now, yeah, like, so he gave me an opportunity to go on a new path. And choose my own fate, you know? <laughs> That's how I ended up in Lacambria. That's how I met everybody, you know? It's because of him. <laughs> I, 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 the oh, same no. with Remblaze, right? I mean, because of Remblaze, <laughs> you <laughs> ended up finding us. Yes. That sounds not good. Uh, yes, it's kind. It's kind of like that. Well, what do you mean, not good? No, uh, no. I mean the way that I said it was not right. Uh, yes, uh, Remblaze did come to me and and uh, uh, tell me what I was to be doing, and um, it did lead me to you. And uh, this has brought me. A, it's a good thing, I think. Um, so it's positive. I mean, um, does Remblaze make you feel that way? Like, uh, like I don't know. Like everything is right with the world, you know. Like, like you can do anything. Anything's possible. And whenever you think of Remblaze, magic just it sparks to your fingertips. You know, like it's so easy. Um, I am so happy that you have this experience. It sounds 
Wonderful, and you deserve it. It is. Can I tell you something that Ramblaze knows, and I don't think anyone else I have told? Sure. I mean, if you trust me that much, which you should, because I would, yeah, yes. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a. Uh... It's not exactly a secret. This is not the kind of um, run places. Okay. Okay. I very much love his temple and the, and the people and the works that they do here. Run places. He's a god. So he's worshipped and he's very powerful and he inspires people great things. But uh, He's, he's okay. Does this, it sounds terrible to say, I think, and, uh, what? Well, so you're more into the temple than you are the god that serves it? Yes, it is, um, uh, the people of the world and in, in the dedication that they put towards, um, at the temple in Don's Rise, it felt right to join because I could give my life in service of something that matters. Uh, kind of the opposite of you. Instead of uh, giving you choice, uh, it let me uh, narrow myself like a prison. So instead of having the world open to me, I had something to dedicate myself towards. Uh, and this is, uh, they help those who are lost, who are hurt, who are weak. Um, and I greatly love the temple and, and the temple worships Remblaze. So. So why did you want to narrow your choices? Um. I don't know if it is like that exactly. It is, um, you know, it felt all a little bit pointless, I think, before then. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how to explain it. I, I have been very fortunate in my life. I am not trying to, to complain. Um, it, it sounds like what Livy gave to you was exactly what you needed at that point in your life. And what the temple gave to me is what I needed. Okay. Well, here, let me fill up your cup. He goes, takes the jug, fills it up. I, sorry, I can be. I make things heavy sometimes. I no, I love hearing you talk about everything and anything, heavy or not. <laughs> it's um, very sweet. Um, have you ever thought of like not worshiping Remblaze? You know, just like, I don't know, <laughs> exploring other gods? I'm just curious. No, I have not. Um, the temple I do still find very uh, worthwhile of my time. And Ram Place is most holy in, in, in all of that. So. 
Are you, um... I don't know if Levi and I are on the same sort of... <laughs> yeah, no. I I don't... I don't know. I, I think Levi might be too uh, spontaneous for you. Am I, I not spontaneous? I could be spontaneous. You don't know this. I mean, can you? I'm sure, I'm sure if I tried out enough, I could be spontaneous. Okay. Let's be spontaneous then. What uh, What would the spontaneous person do right now? <laughs> um Okay. So, let's let's um let's do a trick on He looks out and sees the person out in the middle of the water. Uh her. Let's do a trick on her. Are we going to cause her physical injury or what are you uh think so. Okay. Uh, yes. Why not? Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. So, spontaneous one. What do we do? Yes. Oh, no. Okay. Um, She's walking on water. We can try to dunk her into the water somehow. Is that a... All right. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds okay. great. Okay. okay. So... Um, alright. <laughs> I'm gonna do an a check. Is she constantly doing magic on herself to get herself to stay on top of the water? What what what's she doing out there? <laughs> Lauren, you are muted. I can see you. <laughs> I said that's a good question right now. Let me look up water walking. I think it's I can a counter counterspell. Third level spell. <laughs> Person has a warlock pact. <laughs> Water walk. Okay. It's not concentration. Not concentration. Mm-mm. Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna control the water to make a wave <laughs> that goes over her. Do you have that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then we're gonna run. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Uh, of course. Yes, we will run. You ready? Yes. I'm not doing anything. Yes. Good. <laughs> Three. Right. Two. And one. And then he like. <laughs> what does this look like? So she is not paying attention to you guys at all. She's like, she's just kind of like giving orders, like writing on like a, you know, clipboard and just kind of like she casts a spell to help raise like uh, she's in the middle of like casting a spell to raise another tent and people are like putting the poles in and stuff. This poor lady. Okay, so Finch just like sticks out his tongue, holds out his hand and goes, and like moves hopefully enough force for a wave to at least go over her. He doesn't want to do like a gigantic wave and take her down, but he wants to do enough to maybe like, like that it goes over her head. 
Okay. She's so cool stepping on water. <laughs> <laughs> you send a, um, a, like, just over her head and just drench her completely from head to toe. She loses, like, she, she, she's in the middle of, like, doing something. She, like, it takes her off guard and she stops. And, like, the tent starts coming back down. There's a whole bunch of people underneath it. <laughs> and they're just, like, you see, like, it looks like, it looks like, you know, a bunch of squirrels underneath a picnic blanket and they're just like <laughs> moving around um, and she just kind of like loses balance for a moment and she's just like she starts cursing in a completely different language that you've never heard before um, it sounds very familiar to the language Desmadonna speaks and the accent that Desmadonna has <laughs> we really need to run. <laughs> and um, and she as, as you kind of uh, um as you kind of like bolt off, uh, are are you gonna try to oof make a uh, give me give me uh, oof what, 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 give me athletics checks maybe? Okay, oh, so yeah. before they bolt, Finn's like, "Come on, let's go!" and he takes Esperi's hand. Does she get athletics or I'm sorry, advantage for me holding her hand? <laughs> are you proficient with athletics? Yes. You are. Yes. <laughs> Esperi's is definitely not proficient in athletics. How? <laughs> because I am strong. <laughs> um. Sure, why not? Hey. Sure, why not? I'll give you advantage on that. Oh gosh. Natural twenty. <laughs> hey. Wow. Wow. Just wow. Okay. So, um, God, what do you, how, what does this look like with this natural 20? You, I will say you completely, like, she doesn't see you guys at all as you right around the corner. Um, she, like, you can see she turns around and her, like, her eyes are, like, on fire. She's so mad. She's looking around to see who did that. And, uh, <laughs> and she, I... she, she, she looks back and, like, begins to raise the tent again, like, the people underneath. <laughs> And I, with a natural 20, like, in a panic, my wings come out. And while we're, we're kind of holding hands, and it's kind of like running at the side of a stall, kind of like half floating there. I'm going to bring Finn and I back up, like, on top of one of these bizarre stalls, if they're on, like, on the roof on the far side from her. And, like, just peek over the top of it just to check. Sure, yeah, <laughs> definitely. You're just like... <sighs> and you see, like, she, like, like she's beginning to raise the tent again. She looks, she's looking around furious. And, like, once the tent's up, she begins, like, walking towards the bank, just, like, to go and investigate. <laughs> she looks furious. Like, the water just kind of, like, boom, ripples. Boom. You think this is misdemeanor or felony? Like, on scale. I don't know, but it was great. <laughs> See, yes. this is exactly what it's like to worship the V. It's like exciting and you feel alive. <laughs> yes, I am feeling all of the things that are keeping me alive. I am feeling them all very much right now. <laughs> like, uh, yes. You see her face. Yes, she looks he very angry. To kill us. <laughs> ah, yes, she does. This is. <laughs> Is it, this is what Levi does? Levi wants you to die. No, that's strong. What is... Well, <laughs> I mean, so, basically, like, Levi wants to shake it up a little, you know? When things get too boring or stagnant, he just wants to, like, 
shaken up. <laughs> Tremblay loves stagnation. He loves whatever is going to happen is going to happen. It's out of your hands. It is your hair. Which is clearly not true because we just changed. I mean, that lady's day. We changed yes. everything. For one way or another, we did change things for her. I think that was fun. I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was really fun. <laughs> we should do it more often. Yeah. I'm going to fucking take something out of my pocket. I'm going to see what's in my inventory. I'm going to take a candle <laughs> out of my pocket. And I would like to see how far away are we from her? Is she fully gone? Um she would have she would have looked around for a little bit. I want to then... try to hit her in the back of the head with a candle from my pocket with a tea light candle. Just like bounce it off the back of her head. I mean, she's probably, probably like 50 feet away or so. I'm gonna try it. It's not gonna work, but I'm gonna try. Okay. Uh, uh, what's, uh, whatever improvised weapons are, uh, roll oh, the I'm hit. Sure I'm I have a sling! I have a sling! Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here, are you here, gonna put have it in this. <laughs> no, I'll give it to her. Okay. No, actually, you know what? I'm gonna teach her how to use my sling. <laughs> I've never used a weapon before in my life. Here, you just put your hand like this, and he'll put his other hand on her other hand, and he, he's guiding it. <laughs> okay, so pull it back, pull it back, pull mm -hmm. it back, and... This isn't gonna hurt her, right? This is just going to be... Oh, it'll be fine. Okay. You're, you started it. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's, yeah, just do it. Great, now, and let go. All right, roll the hit. It's Finn, it's a, right? It becomes our fourth natural 20 of the evening. Oh, God. Finn is guiding your hand, so we'll, yeah, we'll, we can let Finn roll it. Okay. I'm there, but ineffectual. Oh, my oh God! My God. <laughs> oh, this is insane! Man this is insane! <laughs> okay. What does this natural 20 <laughs> Would you like to narrate it? Deanna? This is just there, just holding on to it, and as it releases, because it just beams her in the back of the head, Esprit just, ah! and like goes down the side of the roof and doesn't see what happens after that. So Finn can decide what happens after that. Wait, wait, I think she's looking our way. <laughs> you, it, like, clonks her in the back of the head. You see it, like, the candle break and, like, fly, like, past her face. It hits her so hard. She gets, she, she, like, she gets, like, knocked, she gets knocked off guard so hard. Like, she falls forward and, like, just right into the water. <gasps> Esprit, I think you killed her. <laughs> I think you killed her. I have to go. Okay. No, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't leave. She's okay. She's okay. I think she's moving. I think I see bubbles in the water. There's bubbles. <laughs> I hear screaming. I think she's alive. It's a you vicious see, swing. You, you just see like... <laughs> and she like grabs on to like the platform, like the wood uh, of like one of the, one of the platforms that have already been raised and just... <sighs> 
<sighs> like pulls herself out of the water onto the platform, rubs her head, and just looks back in the like she doesn't see you all with that natural twenty, and just screams <laughs> at the top of her lungs in this gust of wind, just. <sighs> And the gloom stalkers like begin to like you 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 hear them and they begin. She looks at both of them, and like you can't hear from this distance what she says, but they look out and they begin to fly out in that direction towards where you guys are. Oh, in that direction, they don't know where you are. But they know it's in somewhat of that direction, and they are flapping, and they are beginning to look down. And I, we are at the bazaar. We are regular patrons. Would you like something to eat? And I'm going to start sliding off the roof. <laughs> yeah, start, we are walking in a regular way, like a market stalls. <laughs> walking with her. <laughs> you know, that's a really apples, great delicious. way. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love apples. <laughs> They're like my favorite food. Would you like and, an apple? And I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm gonna purchase things from the stands because I'm a regular customer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you get by without <laughs> without uh, without the they, but they were circling and like just watching the perimeter of where she of where this woman is just circling and watching. <laughs> Better be careful, Esperis. They might not let you in the carnival. I, I, she would not recognize me, yes? <laughs> like, are we were at a great distance. Yeah, I don't think she'll recognize. I mean, you were really tricky. Very spontaneous, see? Uh, okay. It's very kind of you. I want some water. I'm going to drink some water. <laughs> you have tea, though. We have more tea. <laughs> Finn's just like walking around <laughs> with this like jug sloshing back and forth. Lavender tea is very calming. Is this what it is like all the time to be you? Just to do what comes into your brain and then you just do it? Yeah, I think so for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like I, well, it's not like I don't think before I do things, right? Mm -hmm. But normally that comes after I do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you think everyone is all right? Oh, they're fine. I mean, yeah, they're they're okay. It was just a candle, and a very clever way to use a candle, I might say. I never would have thought to use one of those. I don't usually use them. They're in the temple. We use them sometimes, but I mostly just have a bunch of candles with me that I don't do anything with them. So you don't burn them for Remblays. Remblays is more. Um, Oh, you see, a wet kind of gut. Ah, uh, sounds bad. Um, it's more like um, he likes water. Yeah, or at least in the temple in Don's Rise, uh, we use the 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 baths. Um, oh, is, that's why you wash your face every night before bed. Also hygiene and um, <laughs> <laughs> cleansing oils and the things. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, that's, that's that's part of it. Yes. Esperis, I have a question. Uh, you're not a sun elf, are you? My mother was a sun elf, and the man who raised me was a sun elf. 
Oh, oh, oh okay. I didn't mean to be rude. No, 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 no. I, it's, it's, no, go ahead. When we were, <clears throat> when we were at the tower, Raymiris in the paintings, she has wings like the ones you have, or at least it looks like it. Yeah. Yes, she certainly, she certainly did, didn't she? Yeah. Uh, I am not... In terms of how I was raised, I would consider myself a son elf, but I am technically not this. I mean, that's that's cool. I was I was just curious. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I've never met what Ramirez is or a sun elf, so I just I wouldn't know the difference, you know. Yes. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Okay. We can keep eating these apples and drinking tea. You can ask me anything else. It's fine. I'm not trying to say, oh, don't ask me questions. I'm just about the particular. I. <clears throat> okay. Um. Um. Do you like Luden? Yes, I like Luden very much. Like how much? I, I well, I would say that I love him. He's very close to me. Like you love him? Okay. No, I wish it's fine. What? That's fine what? too. Uh, no, I, uh, I not. I think the tone. Um, like um. I mean, I love Luden too, but not in the way I think you mean. You love Luden, right? Yes. Like I mean, I also Luden love is like a little Sam. brother. Wait, you mean he's like a brother to you? Like a much younger brother, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm, yeah, that's that's understandable. He's pretty young. How old are you? Me? <laughs> are, are you older than Luton is my question. I think Luton is 23. Um, Something like this. Uh, I mean, mentally, yes. I'm very mature. Do you not want to talk about it? I'm 20. 20? Yeah. Um. You're 20. Yeah. You're 20 is, years old? Yes, which is. You were raised with an elves. adult. Yes, but you raised with elves and you are 20? Well, yeah. I mean, do you think we like age like in an advanced way? Or? Elves? El well, for elves, you are oh, very, me. very young. Believe me, I know, okay? Like, I haven't heard that. A lot. <laughs> I am more than twice your age, Finalai. I am feeling weird in this moment. I um... really <laughs> I mean like, but seriously, I've I've been around elves, right? So like your <laughs> age is like nothing. My brother's like triple, triple your age, okay? Yeah. Totally siblings, fine. Yes. You're like really young. <laughs> yes, I am. I am very young, which means that you 
are very, very young, Finalei. I'm an adult. I'm an adult in, in elf years, right? And most definitely in human years, probably. I don't know, but I'm guessing that's the case. Well, in human years, yes, you are an adult. I, I am not... See, I'm only half-elf, so technically, like... <laughs> so technically, you are somewhere between a toddler and an adult. Uh, <laughs> that is mean. I... <laughs> no, no, no. I am... Um, I am full adult. Mm, no, I was, I was younger than you when I joined the temple, and I am you. So, you are fully an adult. I've always seen you as an adult. It is just from point of view of elf, it is... I am hearing police sirens in my head right now. Someone wants to sit me down and have a conversation about my text history. I don't listen to them. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. I spent most of my life with elves. I am very, very young for the elves. So I am 47. I don't know if I should. Okay, but seriously, isn't, anno- isn't it annoying that they treat you so young? Because you're not, right? Like, you're grown. We deserve to be treated like adults. <laughs> and with respect. Yes, everyone deserves to be treated with respect. And, and I do think of you as an adult, Finale. I always Thank you. Think, yes. I am not a predator. <laughs> so. Okay. I, no, I... I no, I, I think of you as an adult. I am just now thinking of you from elf point of view, and this is not fair to you. <laughs> and my age is weird as it is. Nobody knows how how long I have, so uh, who who knows how late. I'm sure you have a very long time. Nobody knows. Who um, are those Urmir and Prearia over there? I think way over there. I don't know. I don't know if I actually see them or not. So. You just think you see them? I think maybe I see them. I think maybe I have made things very strange in the last minute or so. I have ruined this and you think I am a No, I don't think, I don't think, I think, I think your mother is probably very scared right now. My mother? Or I don't know, but you know, whoever is guardian of you, if they are an elf, which I think you are raised by elves. Be concerned, right? I'm my own guardian, Esperis. Me and Livy. <laughs> okay. Yes. I just, uh, you are an adult and I just need a moment to. Yes. You want no, another I'm... apple? <laughs> so, so. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think I just broke Esperis. <laughs> Was there, anything, um, was there anything else you wanted to say to one another? <laughs> I am sorry if I made things very strange. I, I, I like you a great deal, and I want to continue speaking with you. I just... Um, <laughs> it was the reality of living with people who are not elves, I think. You know, Luden is so obviously human, and you are not. So, Right. I, I get it's weird, which is why I don't go running around saying, hey, everyone, I'm this age. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> I. 
I am an adult. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I consider myself an adult from the time I was 14. So you've got me beat. I mean, I think being an adult constitutes being able to make your own decisions, right? And uh, having experience. And I'm getting all sorts of experience out here, so I'm becoming even more of an adult. I have had very, very few experiences, so maybe in some ways you are more adult than I am. Yeah, I mean, that's very possible. But that's okay. I mean, we can become adults together. I like you. Sounded better in my head. (laughs) No, no, I. No. (laughs) I like you too, Esprit. I don't think I've laughed this long in a long time. I am a little bit ridiculous, I think. But it's okay. <laughs> Esprit is going to lean in, give him a kiss on the cheek, and then just start moving in the other direction to where she thinks her mirror Briari are coming. Just go away real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> before, uh, before we regroup... Um, we, uh, the timeline is a little wonky, but we're going to go to day three of Prearia selling poisons. We had to kind of, uh, backtrack on that a little bit. I uh, sweet flashback. <laughs> I would like to say, however, before we transition, <laughs> that Finn's buds are like half bloomed now oh. in his hair when he gets that little kiss. <laughs> and it's just one big flower. It's very red. Did she kiss you on the cheek? (laughs) One big adult Mm -hmm. flower. One big adult flower. The most adult flower. Fully grown flower. Fully grown flower. I need to talk to Samson as soon as possible. (laughs) 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 How do you deal with everyone being so much younger than you all the time? (laughs) My God, Samson, he's a baby. Is this morally okay? You're gonna ask Samson if something's morally oh, okay. Oh, I can't wait. It's what morally okay? It wasn't a date, right? <laughs> I did. Go sell your poison end, so. spray. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're back to day three of poison selling. This is definitely poison selling music. Hey. So. You sold poisons on day one, Prearia. You had a couple different individuals approach you on day one, day two, and uh, those individuals being, let me go back down here. Where is it? You sold, uh, you were approached by, uh, two men on day one. Day two, you were approached by a priest and a child. I don't think you sold a single bottle. But you noticed on day two that the individuals that approached you had heard word of an individual, yourself, selling poisons on the street. So... you do? Day three approaches. As the morning of day three, you all are back together. We're kind of going to rewind for just a moment, go back in time here. 
As the morning of day three arrives, you are all awoken very early in the morning. And Henevy rushes over to you all, smiling, and says, Great news. We have a lead. I had a feeling it was only a matter of time before one of them would slip up. Turns out, some of the local militia has heard word of some shady activity. They are planning a sting operation. If we leave early enough, we can beat them to the source and ensure we are the first ones there. We'll surround them. I have some darts of dreaming. We'll make a stealth approach. Are you all ready? Um, yes, where are we? Is this all, is this all of us of... back at the... Uh... You're all back at the hideout right now. Okay. And we have the Home Alone music, so I feel like this is going to go really well. <laughs> we are Sparrowhawk now. Yeah, let's go. If it's, if, it's, if it's what you say it is, let's get out there. <clears throat> you all are led out of the outpost, and Hennevy leads you through the Emerald District, past the Golden Citadel, into the Shimmering Bazaar. She gestures to you all. This way, I spoke to the blacksmith of the Tempered Edge, Nylia. She's allowed us to use the second floor of the smithy. It has the perfect bird's eye view down to the bazaar. Okay, after you. Okay, you guys begin making your way up the steps to the second floor. Yes, we're following your lead. She, 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 you guys follow her up to the second floor and um, she begins to just kind of like stake out. She says, all right, keep your head, keep your heads down. Our intel heard word of an individual selling poisons on the street. Seeing as that doesn't follow the laws of Sable and the Alchemist Guild, I'd say our culprit is rather desperate. Perhaps they need the money to flee the city and escape Hush's grasp. Or perhaps it's a trap. They've been setting up over in that area over there. And she kind of points. Pray, Arya, that's where you've been setting up for the past two days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she points to the farmer, uh, farmer market, farmer's market-like stands, and that's where you've been setting up for the past uh, two days. Uh, she <laughs> looks at Luden. She goes, Luden, uh, you and you or I could get closer within range, and then the other can signal to use the darts of dreaming. One of you can make a distraction while we capture the culprit. Yes, um, this is perfect. I'm on my way. <laughs> uh, yes, Hennessy, and he's gone. Um, <laughs> Hennessy, I. Where did you say you got this intel? Oh, uh, from the local militia. From from the local militia. Yes, they heard word of somebody selling poisons in the market. A variety of people have been making their way, and word has been traveling. I didn't realize selling potions could get the uh, attention of the local militia. Well, it's not potions. It's poison. Poisons, yeah. Apparently, I, I this like... individual had mentioned that these poisons were very, very rare. Exquisite. What do you do with the person once you catch them? Well, we're going to find out. They must be associated with Hush, I'm sure. Who would sell poisons in the middle of the 
I just keep I'm glancing it uh, back and forth from Peter to Priyari yeah. this whole time. I'm, 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 just <laughs> totally non-subtly just looking at Priyari like, are we? I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what's what's being put down here. Priyari is chiller. She doesn't know what's up. What anybody's talking about? Yeah, let's let's hmm. get this dirt bag solid points. How do we know that they have um, not already gone? Well, we don't, but. I don't imagine that they would be gone. I mean, we've been pretty hush, and <laughs> I didn't mean for that pun to happen. Pretty what? Pretty suspicious of your hands. I'm going better. to need to see your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put a hand on Ermir's shoulder. I'm like, Henry, this is such a great spot. I cannot believe this is that you guys found this this quickly. It's only been a couple of days. Isn't this great Intel, Ermir? The the greatest. Samson. <laughs> Excellent effort. Um. Yeah. I don't. Something tells me that this isn't the leaf we need to be checking down. <laughs> isn't it kind of was... weird though that it's illegal to sell poisons? I mean, shouldn't it just be illegal to use them? Why don't <laughs> Luden, Henvy, why don't you stake out this great spot and keep an eye on the poisons? Just you two together. Rest of us will look at some other places unless you think this is the point we must stay at. I you Hennevy? know what you know what I think that's very wise, Esperis. I think our, our maybe we could be better used somewhere else, but I think that's Fan very out. wise. I, we are much better suited to um, gathering into. Also, why would Hush just like set up a booth in the middle of the market? That seems kind of silly, don't you think? Very, very strange, yes. What? Well, it could be a connection. They mm. might not necessarily be associated with Hush, but it could be connected to them in some way. Excellent point. We will go down and gather information among the shoppers while you and Luden Keep watch from your perch. Together. Give, give us the Very signal closely. and we'll just give us the signal and we'll all swarm around the culprits. It'd be great. All right. We'll prepare ourselves. You uh, uh she's like, that sounds like a good idea. And you guys all kind of like shift away <laughs> while we'll Luden... start with the barbucks. <laughs> I mean yes. with best friend rights, I'm gonna make this face as Luden as I climb down the side. <laughs> I feel like Luden would be panicking right now. <laughs> we'll do this scene when we have Christian back. We'll do yeah. a flashback. Yeah, we'll do a flashback to that moment. <laughs> you guys didn't do anything too crazy with him, did you? No. No. <laughs> and the rest of you kind of descend. I want to go to Barbucks. I haven't got to try coffee yet. Is, is it, is you're anyone, you're gonna love coffee. Is you'll anyone, love the cappuccino. Poor <laughs> Ermir is like. Is anyone going to tell them? <laughs> Luden already knows. That's why I said I think Luden would be panicking right now. Yeah. So we'll come. That's why we'll come back to that moment with them up there okay. <laughs> next week. With then, then, then off to Barbucks. <laughs> <laughs> On the way there, Prayaria disposes of um of her ratty cloak. Um, no reason. 
Sure. No reason. Just sure. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw that over here. Seems like kind of stringent rules, though, don't you think? Quite. I mean, poisons are specifically meant to injure and kill others, which might be why they are uh, restricted. It's a controlled substance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, should, you should definitely have to, like, show your driver's license and pass a background check. Your poison yeah. license. Well, you what is a driver's license? Adventurers pass through here, right? And yeah. they use poisons. Yes, but they don't set up a booth in the middle of the bazaar and sell them. Usually. Anyway. I mean, a sword could kill somebody, too. I saw that guy over there selling swords. Well, I'm sure he's licensed to do so, right? I mean, anything anything could be, metaphorically, you know, a, a candle to the back of the head could be lethal if, if fire... Well, it depends on, you know, the velocity and things. Definitely yeah, could be, though. Esprit makes people explode from the inside. So it's why? true. It is uh, taking upon the shame and the guilt that they hold on inside themselves as a kindling. So it's not the the weapon is in you the whole time. Or Samson's charm. Yeah. I just look at people and they die. <laughs> looks could kill. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. You'll have to show me that sometime. It's this horn that's disappeared. It makes it so bad. Way to make it awkward, Samson. <laughs> <laughs> Did we want to, uh, uh, maybe it is too public to discuss uh, what everyone found? Do we wait for Luton to come oh, back? Oh, wait, this is before. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, where are we in the timeline now? Fine. I think that's 30 hours from now. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it about, let's you regroup, guys, let's you regroup guys, in about 30 hours. You guys all, are all, all of our faces just like like a shift at the same time. <laughs> you guys um, regroup back at the strands of Saffron Inn as you guys all walk, we, walk in after your date. We resume at the Barbucks next to the strands <laughs> of Saffron Inn. Thank you. That is attached to the building. It's true. Do you we've really? Got, yeah, we've there all got are, punch cards now. There are 24 <laughs> Barbucks locations in Sable. Sable There's also a Charms and Nobles next to it. Oh my god. Barbucks and Charms Raina! and Nobles. How do you do it? Oh my god. Um, okay, I guess this is, this is canon now. I hate that I ever said the word Barbucks. There needs to be a shirt. I was just thinking that. Barbucks shirt. Oat milk, extra hot, half sweet chai latte with half a tablespoon of cinnamon. And for uh, my dear Finolai, matcha frappuccino with five pumps lavender and five pumps la, uh, raspberry and three additional pumps of just a simple syrup. Yeah? And extra whipped cream. Extra whipped cream. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you can. You can add all of that to your to your drinks. I just Do get a chai latte. <laughs> <laughs> I never... Oh, it's five yeah. Um, yes. Um, I'll have whatever whatever Esperis is having. Oatmeal can be a little bit extra sweet, so if you prefer a more mellow flavor, you might want to stick with dairy or perhaps an almond milk, but. Is it vegetarian? I well, technically, oat milk is a vegan drink. Yes. Perfect. I mean, all of it is vegetarian. They don't put meat in the coffee usually. I think, but <laughs> Esprit buys everybody drinks. Pay whatever it takes to get lavish accoutrement. 
You guys return <laughs> from your uh, uh, Samson and Ludin from the address where you witnessed the wedding proposal and Ermir and Prayaria. Um, you guys, it takes you a little bit longer because you end up having to go back to get Prayaria. Um, but uh, you do eventually uh, all meet up at the bar books that's apparently attached to the strands of saffron. <laughs> if we so, want to stay here and talk, we have to keep ordering drinks every just once in a while. I'll keep that. <laughs> Yo, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell the the wonderful story of Marcus and Philium to Finn and Esprit post their date as Luden sits in silence. And as as Ermir and Priyari come in, I'm gonna be like, and then there were these butterflies. They flew out of this box. I don't know where he got them. Like they had to come here from thousands of miles away because there's no butterflies in the desert. And and then like I don't know how he did it, but he had two string quartets come around the corner. He revealed the the marble statue. It was beautiful and amazing. And I don't know how he did it. I guess he did it himself. I didn't see any chalk on his hands, but it was so beautiful and it was amazing. And it was just, it was lovely and so cute. And he said yes. And then they went inside, I'm guessing for all kinds of fun stuff. Um, I didn't stick Aww. around. To, I didn't stick around to watch that, but he admitted, he admitted said that um, apparently Marcus works over at the, uh, at the, at the merchant tax place and he didn't want it to be suspicious. So he called it beans instead of marble statue. So that's why it was so weird. That so, is so lovely. How did we miss that? Oh, It was adorable, honestly. So there weren't any beans? No, no beans. Just a giant statue of love. Hmm. Well, that sounds nice. It was extremely romantic. Yes, I'm. I'm sure it was. Um, so Prayari and I may have found something interesting, and I'll pull out the yes. two books that I stole. <laughs> the uh, the the journal and the well, like a like a like a like a potion poison recipe book. Yes. Yes. You want this prayer will go for her drink like it's wine and before she remembers that it's coffee and she's like, uh. <laughs> uh no, we stopped for wine, didn't we? Huh? We stopped for wine. You did, didn't we? you stopped for wine. Yes, but she yeah. wants more of it. I mean at, at Barbucks they serve alcohol and coffee. Oh, they do? Oh. Yes, they serve Irish coffee. Nice. Right, she's drinking that. <laughs> but yeah, so uh Ermil will take these books. Put them on the table, and um, who uh, who was who could who could read the uh the the poison? I guess who he'll, he'll slide that book over to Priyari because you know she makes poison, and um, stuff. He'll be like, I'm, I bet you'll find some uh, bomb making recipes, yeah, in here, and I also. Might. But the thing is, I don't think that he made them, or he was going to make them. The bombs. What do you mean? His entire house was rigged to explode. He is strange, strange man, but... um, 
he did not seem to me dangerous. Um, it seemed like a shop owner. He make things, he sell them, and mostly good things help people. Uh, a lot of uh, his things stolen. They were they were taken. Someone else do the explosion. Huh. I'll uh, open up the uh, the diary or the journal uh, or whatever. Yeah, we've got to get these back to him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You begin. Do you begin? Are you begin reading through it? Um, the mo- the more recent entries. Yes. In the journal. Um, I'm just looking for anything that has you. Like- you have like just kind of like skimming through the pages. You immediately know this is this man's personal diary. Um, and uh, but near the end, uh, near the end of the more recent entries, <laughs> like there's can- one very long entry about I saw a woman selling poison today <laughs> at the bazaar, and she was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> he's been in his house. <laughs> and then I went Shut and I told him. the Sparrowhawks about him because no, no competition. <laughs> Get her out of here. Um, uh, the more recent entries, he kind of like talks through, like, uh, he begins talking about the things that were stolen from him and he's trying to, um, He's trying to figure out like why these items were stolen. Uh, apparently, they were still like multiple times. These items have been stolen from him. Um, poss- uh, some of them like three times. Uh, and then he starts talking about how he's begun to have shipments sent to his house instead of his shop, and that he's started to create like potions at his house instead of at the shop itself. So he had to like kind of makeshift, put together a little laboratory. Um, on the side of his study. And then uh, near the end, you can kind of see where he's trying to theorize as to what what it could be that, like, why why these same items keep getting stolen. And there's kind of, like, scribblings, and they're like, I don't, I don't understand why. You, you can make silver nitrate if you can bind some of the ingredients, and then those will ca- cauterize wounds. And, he, and then there's someone like, he's like, ammonia, of course, you know, can, can be used as a cleaning agent, agent and, and nitric acid is, is a, a secret ingredient that, you know, I would personally put in fertilizers. Uh, and then he's like, and I do know that you can combine silver with nitric acid to create silver nitrate. Uh, combined with ammonia, you can make a very reflective compound. A very shiny, very reflective, almost looks like mercury. Unfortunately, ammonium nitrate is a component for things that explode. So he kind of talks through like his concerns for bombs and just a variety of him just kind of trying to theorize as to why the um, these components may have been stolen. And then he starts going into um, his uh, what he's going to make for breakfast tomorrow and dinner. And um, he... <coughs> feels very lonely and wishes for better for better things and a lot of bad things like he he's down on his luck and it just starts to get very personal and depressing all right um yes everybody <laughs> scans the pages and it reads this book just 
he he, he closes the book. He goes, I may have made a mistake. Um, yeah, I don't. I guess he's not a not a guy. He nice man, strange nice man. I wouldn't go that far, but <sighs> so so. Hush stole these items from him, and he was simply ordering more to his home instead of his shop, which explains the entries on the ledger. Um, Do you know it was Hush? Well, it's gotta be, right? I mean, who else? You're right. I shouldn't jump to conclusions. I I think we should. Um, (laughs) Of course you do. Or do is there anything in your dad's book about silver nitrate or anything like that? Is it listed as an ingredient anywhere in that? Oh, silver um, nitrate, nitri- nitric acid, any of that, that stuff? Was, um, Prairie looks through um, her pockets for the list he wrote. Uh, something else, this this one here. And um, she points to like the last thing he said. Um, what was it? He meridium, said still meridium. Wasn't it? Meridium. Yeah. meridium. Okay. He said they took okay. meridium too. That he couldn't order anymore, right? Yes, yeah, because yeah. it's so expensive and he couldn't order it regularly to replace mm. because it was so expensive. He said very expensive. Very strange thing, this. Also, um. all of these ingredients are in your father's masterwork, Ermir. He takes a minute to process all of this and says, it's definitely hush. All of these, they're they're using my father's masterwork for something. All of the ingredients that are listed are right here, along with the, the sweet mesa that we found earlier, or that was taken earlier, the... I will say, the meridium isn't on the list. Hmm. So should we make a list of everything that's been stolen around the city? And maybe we can all put it all together and then figure out what they're intending. Yeah. Is there are there is there anything else in like anything else that's needed from my father's masterwork? Like No. It, it all of the all the components are there. The only thing that's not listed on that bo- in that book is the meridium, which is interesting. Do we know what meridium is? Yes. Is it okay? Cool. It's yeah. It's just a very. It, it's like knowing what gold is. You know, like everyone okay. knows what gold is. Um, oh, for, okay. for our audience, meridium um, is essentially a component or that if you touch, like let's say I walk over and I touch meridium to some gold the meridian becomes gold. I'm gonna link the rules. Yes, please do. Well, everything besides the meridian is in here. But I'm sure they need that for something as well. (sighs) 
your father's masterwork, um, do you know what it does? What, what they might be trying to use it to do? I... Not entirely. Um, well, a lot of it's written in code and I'm still deciphering it. I know it, it, it's called Rialta's Forge. And as I told you, Rialta was, my, Rialta was my mother's name. And with the Mesa can bring people back to the material plane. Maybe Hush is trying to use it to bring someone else back. That's my theory. Mm. I don't know who, I don't know why. I don't know where they are. We don't know anything. Well, we did learn something. We learned that they're stealing from our dear horse. And we learned that they need all these things that are on your dad's list. <clears throat> which means they're probably gathering it for him, for him right? And we know from the shipment numbers that we have, or would we know if they have enough of what they need already? Are are there any any uh, measurements or weights in my dad's notebook that can help me determine that? They have enough to build a lot. Okay. okay. Like more than one. Oh yeah. Like They're planning 50. something big. Right. The, the meridium is really rare. All this other stuff is rare too, but they clearly kind of knew this guy was, horse was needing more and wanting more. Maybe we should order horse some more meridium and see who shows up to steal it. That was my thought as well. If we order it to the shop, we happen to be around when it happens. We can try to track them, yes? And whoever steals it will know it's connected to Hush. And we'll follow them. See what they take it. Yes. Because they wouldn't... It sounds like the Meridium is also involved with your dad's stuff. In some way. Um, I am not any kind of smith. Uh, can Meridium be used to duplicate um, any substance or only ore? Depends on the meridium. Could it duplicate um the mesa? Yeah. The good stuff can. So what do you think they're trying to do? Like what do you think the end goal is? Well, I don't know what your father's original plans were for the machine, but it seems, you know, it might be possible that they are trying to use the Mesa to bring back a soul and the forge to create a body in which to encase the soul. You know, you don't know, a sort of um, war forged with a soul kind of thing. Yeah, but they've got enough here to make 50 of these things, what are they bringing back an army, a small army or something? Or something really big, right? 
But that would require a lot of Mesa, maybe. I don't know anyone nefarious enough to know what Hush is all about. I don't know what Hush wants. I don't know if they're they're people who want to get gold or if they want power. But we do know somebody who could find out or who might even know more than we do. Who? No. I'm just saying we do. He, He would know. It's not the worst idea. And he promised. I think. <laughs> I I take the rum that I've been adding to my coffee and I offer some to Uri. What is your say? He just takes a long sigh and he grabs it. I just I fill I fill up his coffee cup a little bit more. To the top with rum. Up to the top. Says. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I don't trust him, but if I'm being honest, I'm starting to get desperate. So If he has some sort of information, I mean, he already knows about Micah apparently, and he is well, he is more connected than we are here. I have a suggestion. Why not any time that any of us are going to speak to Cyprian? Uramir is there because this is his father and his search and how we relate to Cyprian should be under his um, understanding as it is. That's a great idea. I can even introduce you if you want, Ermir. Like, formally. Well, thank you. Yes, that would help. He still doesn't seem too happy about it, but <laughs> I'm gonna turn into the, the 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 man that I made to do rumors for at the bar, some boisterous, large Santa Claus-looking guy with salt and pepper beard, and I'm like, "Well, I'm an old, I'm off to the bazaar. Uh, I'm just gonna go loudly order some Meridium for us. Um, make sure everybody knows and send it to our friend." At, uh, Please let me speak to him before we do anything. He is very strange. Should I not go ahead and order it so it can be on its way? You could if, go with him. If we spook we can, him, I, I, I can wait. I can wait. We can go. We can do it tomorrow. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um. Also, well, just be careful around any of his things. If you go by his store or just don't touch anything. Is he like dangerous? Uh, he... Everything's rigged to explode. Uh, I turn back into regular Samson, but I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> uh, I'll hand Pregaria the, uh, the other book. Say. 
hopefully he understands. Hi. Um, oh. Yeah, she still has no idea how she's going to get these back. <laughs> but that, you get to think about that over until the next episode. Oh. You could um, break into his house and put the books back and then come back around and just say the books were there the whole time. You went crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'll just gaslight him. He was hearing, he was hearing voices <laughs> earlier. It has worked for us so far. <laughs> or you could just put it on his in his garden, in the backyard, with a little ribbon, and be like, here you go, but don't sign your name. Yeah, sign Finn's name. No, don't sign mine. Just uh, tie it with a ribbon, leave a little note that says Teehee, and then he can choose to figure out who he thinks put it there. That's very spontaneous, Esperis. Oh, he will lose his entire mind. I will just, I will figure out. Oh dear. We come, we come back, horse has got a Gatling gun attached to his roof. <laughs> yeah. A magical Gatling gun. So, it shoots acidy poisons. As you all, um, I'm guessing you guys leave Barbucks, right? We <laughs> Not before tip- another round. <laughs> we write a screenplay first. You, uh, <laughs> we tip the barista as well for the amount of time we've taken. As you all leave, you kind of look out and you see sitting on one of the, uh, as you're leaving, you see sitting on one of the sandstone benches near the steps leading down into the city uh, from the entrance up above. You see about a hundred feet away, Cassius. He's sitting there and he's writing in his journal and sitting next to him Cyprian. God damn it. <laughs> and Finali, with your passive insight, Cyprian looks very sad and tired. And he just sits there and you see his lips moving and Cassius continues to write in his journal. Cyprian just kind of like looks up seeing you all, stands up and leaves into the shadows. And Cassius continues to write in his journal. I'll glance over at Finn. Um, I'm sure they were just talking. I don't mm-hmm. think they were. Oh, I don't think so either. Hey, Cassius! <laughs> you guys walk up to Cassius? Uh, I'll wave yes. at him. Like, Cassius, hey. Samson, Cassius looks up. Samson! <laughs> for fuck's sake! On me! On me! Damn it! Thank you. I, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> Every time we are in private, we say Ami. And every time we're in public, someone starts yelling. Yes, Samson. Hey, Ami. Oh, wait, madam. Cassius looks up when you say, hey, Cassius. (laughs) And he just kind of, like, gives you this, like, confused look, like, 
<laughs> like, he knows you're not supposed to do that. And uh, he kind of stands up, shuts the book, and walks over to you all. Oh. Hey, how, how's it going? Oh, it, it's, it's going well. I've been keeping track of everything that's been happening. We got drink. you a drink. Sorry. <laughs> Vince going to hand him his... Uh, he's bar, he's he's it's like half half empty. <laughs> and a bagel. I got him a, an everything bagel. Did you get him an everything bagel? Um, I guess he takes his bagel and his half drunk coffee. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like half. <laughs> and he just he just smiles at you and he goes, "Thank you, Esperice. Thank, thank you, Finn." Very politely. Hey, yeah. Uh, so what were you just doing? He spoke to Cypher. Oh, hold up, hold up. Let's see what he says. <gasps> I, I was writing. What What do you mean? <laughs> I was just writing. Hey, I mean, you were talking. Oh. oh. You just sitting on, you were just sitting there? Not talking. just writing to yourself? Yeah. Uh, he kind of looks at Finn and he, he looks very confused. And then he looks back at Samson and he goes, Yes, I've been what I've been doing most of this entire trip here in Sable. I, I, you you know this. I mean, you've seen me sitting and writing. I, yes. What, it, what, yes. Is, what is this it's about? Um, we very... just... We... Yeah, no, yeah, everything's fine. Nothing, just nothing weird. That... I was worried personally. Uh, you've been spending a lot of time alone and we were worried that you might have felt left out. You've been this whole evening alone, yes? Yes, I, I mean, I've, I've gone in and I've, I've you know, but, uh, you know, every now and then I like to come out and have some fresh air. I've gone into the strands of Saffron Tavern and I've had a few drinks and I, I've continued to write. What's your writing? So he's going to look, see if he can see I what's on the page. I cast message to Ernie. Oh, wait, he has the book closed. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I cast message to Ernie and I say, uh, no need to scare him. He didn't see him. Should that not be more worrisome? You all clearly saw Cyprian. Yeah. I, I know. I cast, I cast message again. <laughs> I say, only because Cyprian wanted us to see him. Don't know why yet. <sighs> okay. But the Good thing is, he could be talking to Cassius, but he's choosing not to. Means he's a man of his word, at least. Well, we're glad that you got some writing done. Sounds productive. Have you seen the um, carnival setting up? We are planning to go when it opens next week. Would you like to come with us? Ami? I uh, I saw the display kind of descend into the shimmering, shimmering bazaar. I, I'd love to go. It looks wonderful. Very dark, but mysterious and interesting. It could be fun. <laughs> they should have the tent up by now. <laughs> well, we just have quite a lot of uh, drinks and some little snacks, but we were probably going to get dinner soon is it right so if you wanted to join us for dinner or if you wanted to spend 
obviously, however you want to spend your time is fine. But... Of course, I- I've I've been writing far too much. I I I'd like to enjoy all of your company, if that's okay. Of course. Of course. And uh, he just kind of like puts his book into his bag, and uh, he will join you all for dinner. And I think that is where we will stop this evening's session for the night. Woo! All right, let me thank all of our new followers. Uh, let me see what we got going on here. Thank you, Yireless23 for the follow. Of course, Gameplayer3009 for the resub. And of course, we're going to miss you. You're going to be gone for three weeks. That makes me so sad. Uh, but uh, we can't wait to have you back when you do get back. Uh, Lawful Stupid RPG with the raid of 21 viewers. Thank you so much. Diner Dude for the follow. CJ Starry for the 10 bits. Flock Obama for the gifted five tier one subs. Thank you so much for that. We love you. Um, thank you, Inexception1990 for the follow. Fateful Encounters for the raid of 28. Tempest Thema for the follow. True Potato Wife for the follow. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and Avery Berry 77 for the follow. Thank you all so very much. Uh, if you uh, enjoyed their, our show this evening, you can follow the cast with the command FateCast. Um, and you can follow all of us on social media if you like, or you can use the command socials to follow uh, Ink and Liar on social media. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us with a sub or use that free Twitch Prime sub. Uh, Again, it takes a lot of work to bring you this content every week, and we want to keep bringing you this content every week. Uh, You get access to our secret corridor channel on our Discord server, where we share work in progress shots and uh, early access things as well, and of course our emotes. Uh, You can also catch up on all of our shows on YouTube, which with command YouTube. Um... So, yeah, make sure to do that if you are new to our channel this evening. Uh, Our other shows we have uh, on this channel on Tuesdays, which is tomorrow, we have our Twisted Veil show, which is a Through the Breach Malifaux campaign. Uh, Very different. It's not Dungeons & Dragons. We use cards.